You're listening to the Arturnia Archives. Enjoy. Okay, hello everyone. Uh, this is John McDonald, aka Panabon, aka Zordon. Tonight is a very special night. It's wonderful. It's going to be a good time. Just a touch bittersweet. Tonight is the finale episode of season one of Becoming Mighty and Morphin, a Power Rangers tabletop game experience. Brought to you by Alternia Archives, the podcast part of the Brem Alternist Universe family of games. I think I finally decided what I wanted to say. Only took me 13 episodes to do it, y'all. Hey, um, hey, you got there. It's so good. Um, I'm really excited about tonight. Uh, before we begin, uh, before the mayhem commences and I turn into Zordon with cryptic words that mean everything and nothing, um, I just want to say... I have enjoyed being a GM during this so much. This was my first time GMing. There was so much to learn on this side of the stream, outside of being a player. Um, and I appreciate the trust the players have put into me, as though I know anything at all about what I've been doing. Um, and it has been such a good story. Uh, we are um, going to have a season two that has been approved. I don't know when that's going to take place or when that's going to premiere. Um, but by the time you're listening to this, um, hopefully that will start being recorded. And I'm very excited to have this happen and continue this journey. But tonight, this part of the journey will close in an interesting, frightening, wonderful, teenage way. Uh, and so we're going to begin by letting the teenagers' attitude introduce themselves, uh, Rangers. When you're introducing yourself, since this is the final episode and there's no upgrade role, um, I'm going to have you talk about the grid power that you received. At level 6, every ranger receives their first grid power, which is not quite a general perk, but it's kind of in the same realm, except it happens to you when you're morphed. Um, and then I also want you to roll for performance for me, and you will see why afterwards. And we're going to start... We do, yeah. Uh, we'll see how you feel after that. Uh, we're going to start with Jane Russell. Please uh, say hello to the great folks listening at home in their jammies. I assume you're all in your jam. Hello. I'm Elizabeth. I'm the Red Ranger, Jane. Um, and my grid power is Power Shield. And that um, means I can draw the protective nature of the morphing grid around one of my hands, creating a shield. I can spend one power to summon the shield, granting the wielder plus two armor, uh, a plus two armor bonus to toughness. The shield is a physical object that can actually be transferred to others, and it lasts until I return back to my normal form. Fabulous. And it's been very useful already. It has uh, been. Because you saved Santa and you spent some time in Stone Canyon, which are episodes that were done in the Streamathon, which is very exciting. Uh, Jane, give me that performance roll. Let me know, and the folks at home, what you got. Why is that all scrolled up? Uh, I got a 15. Got a 15. I got a 15. That's great. Okay. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how you feel in a minute. Um, and then we're going to move uh, to the left. As I see it, we're going to move to jester aka patrick bryant uh hello jester welcome to the game well hello um just as a general note and i 
hope uh, you take this with uh, complete sincerity as that's the way it's intended. Um, GMing, especially for your absolute first time, you're doing an absolutely fabulous job, I feel. Thank you. I appreciate that. Because it's very, there's, there are many pages in a book to remember when you're doing this on this side. So I hope that you've had a wonderful time with the experience here. Yep. And so um, I'm Patrick Bryant, a gesture for Nerdy, and I am playing Eddie Thatch, who is the teenager with attitude in the black pajamas. Um, the power grid choice that I have selected is Augment Power Weapon. So my summoned power weapon is a stronger conduit of my morphing grid energy. Um, I may spend a power point to enhance the accuracy of the power weapon, which allows me a um, plus an upshift, I think, in the die. It says plus one for one minute. So is that what that means? Yes, which is ten, uh, 10 rounds of combat because every round does that traditional D&D where it's six seconds of real time. Uh, so basically for 10 rounds, you get to go from a... Uh, I think it's like you have a D8. Um, I, I have a D6 base, but I have I have things that are kind of um, uh, interworking with each other. Since I have supercharged essence, when I morph, it becomes a D8. And then with this, it becomes a D10. Yes. So this is really great. And then that lasts for 10 rounds, which you might find useful tonight. We'll see. Who knows? One Perfect as ever. <laughs> I'm having a good time. Speaking of having a good time, hello, Cecily. Welcome. 16 hour performance, sir. Oh, 16 hour oh. performance. Thank you. I got real, oh. I got real funny <laughs> about what we're We're ready. Doing. You were ready. I'm so ready. Oh. Uh, I am Ladiella West, um, and that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> um, but the power that Cecily has selected is Mnemonic Recall, which, because she's a little history buff, it works really well. Uh, you have access to the flow of historical details etched into the flow of the Morphin Grid. Spend one power to uh, remember a particular detail from the past 30 days. Yes. And also, as someone that is kind of a renter performance person, I'm excited to see how high you roll for this. Oh, yeah. No, I've got I've got a pretty good performance modifier. So, hopefully, I say this and I don't just, like, fumble. Um, what did I get? I got a 12. You got so it. A, it happens sometimes. It happens. Uh, Britt Kerrigan, our pink captain of the skies. Welcome, Britt. Hi. How are How are we doing tonight? Um, I have a, qu- a question before I jump all into this. Everyone sounds like they're reading from a list or like a, a book that describes their grid power very well, and I don't know where they're reading this information from. So I'd like to sound more. I like to sound smarter when I'm talking about my good uh, weapon. I mean, to be fair, I I don't know where they're reading it from. So I'm I was okay. gonna make mine up. <laughs> um, okay. I can uh, copy paste you the info real fast here if you want to be able to read it off. Please, I I'd like to accurately <laughs> describe my grid power. Hold on me just a moment, sir. Yeah. Well, let's. Uh, yeah. So go ahead and introduce yourself, and then Eddie will send you that information. It's going to be in the Black the Ranger chat. Uh, part of the team thing. So yeah. Uh, so please introduce yourself, Britt. 
the pink ranger with attitude. And yes. Then, yeah. Hello, it is me. Uh, my name is John Blair. I also go by Chunky Love on the internet. I am playing your lovable pink ranger um, who has just essentially come back from the brink of defeat in the last episode um, and has regained his powers, which is really great. Um, and a really cool shield. And a really cool scarab shield. Um, so I'm really excited to see uh, what else I can do with that this week. Um, anyway, I picked for my grid power, um, power heal, which, uh, by focusing the energy of the morphing grid into a living being, you can knit wounded flesh while morphed. You can spend power points or you can spend power while touching an, uh, injured living creature. Each power spent heals one damage or removes one negative condition. Um, so, Please yeah. read some of those negative conditions that they have in the book because they made me chuckle. Poison, transformed into a plant, etc. You know, you wouldn't think it would happen, but it happened. It does uh, happen. Uh, what was your performance role? Oh, I didn't do that yet. My performance role... Is a 21. Is a 21. That's that. Uh, speaking of people that are good at performance, uh, our favorite um, punk, folk, indie uh, band member from Hornet Nest is here, Quentin Turner. Welcome to the game. Thank you very much. Uh, as uh, he said, I am Quentin Turner, uh, which is. Uh, character that I'm playing anyways. My uh, real name is Andrew Bryant uh, or Roadkill. Again, I follow my brother's trend uh, if you're nerdy. Um, but uh, what I picked in this is I decided to uh, fall in line with the cool kids and get All a shark cycle rider. Nobody, uh, nobody bullied you into picking Yeah, there, there was no all. peer pressure. Shark cycle. None at all. Shark cycle. So, shark cycle. I, uh, I have a tig uh, tiger shark cycle, I think. Um, but essentially, it is one of Zordon's rarer gifts uh, that I can gain the ability to summon uh, the shark cycle by spending a power point and teleporting it anywhere within 30 feet of me. The vehicle, uh, of course, will be yellow to match my spectrum of color, and I'll get an edge on driving skill checks while using it. Uh, which will be interesting having only a D2 in driving. So uh, we'll yeah, see how well I navigate said that shark side. Please give me that performance role, Clinton. All right. I'm so in love with the fact that the kid gets the cycle and doesn't know how to ride it. You really think I have a license? Come on. I don't know. What uh, you have a license to stun with your shoju claws. So. Uh, this is fair. Uh, my performance is not very stunning, however. Aww. I got a seven. You got a seven. Well, that might be lucky for you, um, or unlucky for you, depending upon this. So this performance roll to start out this game mm -hmm. um, is essentially... Oh, by the way, Jane, you can edit this out. Clinton, if you need to go do a dad thing, uh, we won't need you for a moment. 
so okay. Uh, so this this performance role was for a commercial that has been hitting Angel Grove uh, pretty hard, and so person that got the highest role, Brick, I want you to give me like a beat. Um, like an oons, oons, oons kind of Oh, beat. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I need you to do that. <laughs> and then, um, Eddie, you've got the second highest, it looks right, with the 16. So I'm going to give you a kind of commercial thing. And if you can do this in rhythm with Brick, so that everyone kind of gets the flavor of this commercial... Uh, this will be really good. So, Brick, give us a beat, and then Eddie, <laughs> I'm going to type this in to the to the chat, and you can try to like do this in time. And if not, then after the beat goes away, um, Eddie, you can just say this as it would. We're gonna we're gonna try this. This worked in my head. I know how well this is gonna work in real life. This is gonna be wonderfully horrible. Yes. So, Brick, give us a beat. <laughs> Okay, uh, here it goes. <laughs> you want to be cool, right? You want to be best in school? You're no fool. You want shutter speed. You've got a friend group. Want to show off your mad skills. You want shutter speed. Come on, it's an easy thrill. Come on. The future is in the pulse of your hands. It's shutter speed. That was amazing. Thank you so much. And then well I think done. once all together, let's all say it together, that final line. One, two, three. It's, it's, it's shutter, shutter speed. speed. Yeah, it's shutter exactly speed. Right. Man, that was beautiful. That was like we rehearsed it. That was so good. Art. Hi, um, Art. So for all of you, uh, this has been kind of bouncing around in your skull for the past few days because you've been seeing this like commercial jingle everywhere. It's on all the streaming services, big and little. It's on telephone poles. Uh, the lyrics are on grocery store inserts in the newspapers. It's on window displays all around downtown Angel Grove. It's, you know, doesn't seem special at first. And then it seemed like everyone was just buying it ironically, like teenagers do. But then it kind of took off. And, you know, the thing doesn't look like much. It's just like a little box that has a clip on the end, so it attaches to your phone. It's positioned over your camera. Um, it only comes in one color. It comes in this, like, weird, shiny, purple foil kind of, like, quote-unquote, universe color. Um, there are rumors that that actually caused a car accident when, like, a reflective light from the sun bounced off of it. But those are just rumors. It doesn't do anything in the way of offering, like, a physical thing. You can't pick pictures like a Polaroid. Uh, it's a hit. Uh, for those of you that use Rove, uh, they have custom shutter speed filters. Uh, people have been turning themselves into comic strips and animals at the zoo. There's even one that turns you into a Power Ranger. Well, a Power Ranger, per se. It basically puts you into a colored bodysuit and gives you a bike helmet, which maybe you're a little offended by that as an actual Power Ranger, but it exists in the universe. Um, did anyone see Shutter Speed and think, yeah, sure, that looks all right. I'll, I'll, I'll do that. Maybe? I don't know. Maybe. 
I have a maybe. Okay. In, the, in the good old general, like, affable fool kind of mentality, uh, I'm going to say that Eddie Thatcher's embracing it wholeheartedly. Great. Uh, Eddie, how many pictures have you taken? Um, probably about 12. Okay. Good to know. What's kind of nice about Shutter Speed is that it's just kind of a distraction before classes start. Um, summer is now wrapping up officially to close. You do have to attend orientation for your senior year of high school because we're playing by Grease rules in this universe. There have been a couple of weeks since your night at the museum, as it were, and you have faced a couple of low-level monsters together. Eddie, the first time you saw Brit suit up again and the golden shield, it was pretty amazing because, like, someone probably told you about the gold scarab shield, but, like, until you see it in person, you don't realize how cool it really looks. But then thing that kind of goes back into the rhythm of your normal life, a couple of low-level monsters, fairy attack of the killer tomatoes, but you've all reached level six together and you've accessed those good powers that you talked about, so now you've kind of gotten into the rhythm of your, you know, upgraded life as a Tari. And that's great, that is your ranger self, uh, but your senior year of high school is going to arrive in Grove High. Uh, your orientation is set for the Wednesday before classes officially begin. Uh, the juniors have their orientation the day after. Sophomores have theirs on that Friday. And the freshmen have theirs on the first official day of classes. Um, you can find out where your locker is, reconnect with your school classmates. You see how bad the lunch menu is going to taste. Um, Seniors at Angel Grove High Business, you do get first pick of open slots to join or start a club, but you do need three members in order to do so. Uh, knowing all this, wrapping up summer, is there anything anyone wants to do before orientation day arrives? Hearing nothing? Uh, <laughs> I, you can uh, if you want to. I'm going to be very clear, but you don't have to. I'm not going to make anyone do anything they're not interested in doing. I almost feel like, I feel like Cecily would have dragged at least some people to the SoCal Renaissance Fair. That's in the summer, late summer. All right, that's exciting. Did anyone go to the SoCal Fair with Cecily? Jane would Of course. Eddie would be all about it. All right. Uh, the SoCal Arts Fair does not feature Jack the Whipper, sadly, but does feature giant turkey legs, and they're pretty famously well-known turkey. So, with turkey legs in mind, uh, the sadness of school lunches does make you a little more sad. Um, you arrive at the step of the school. Uh, orientation begins classically at the gym bleachers, but you can walk around a little bit. You, uh, you can kind of decide when you arrive, if you arrive with someone else, uh, but you need to go to orientation. So, how would everyone like to get to orientation for you? senior year of high school at Angel Grove. Um, go ahead, Cecily. I was just going to say, I think uh, Cecily is going to walk, uh, just take a nice little stroll, kind of enjoy. Um, like, I mean, it's SoCal, so it's not like it's going to get cold, but uh, just kind of the freedom. Uh, symbolically, uh, she has hot tea in a travel thermos that she's sipping. Uh, as she strolls her way to school. Uh, as seniors, you do have a little leeway on food in the hall. So that hot tea is perfectly fine, and no one's going to compensate that, which is very nice um, for you. 
yeah. So are you going to arrive early, Cecily? Are you arriving on time? Uh, she's always early. Always early. Give me a streetwise roll. That's not ominous at all. No, that's. I'm just going to roll a d20 because I have no modifier. I got a 14. Got a 14. Um, your locker is going to be locker 286, Cecily. Jane, while you're heading into school, uh, you pass by the office and the secretary is there kind of handing out stuff to seniors and they go, oh, oh, hi, Jane, here is your locker assignment. Your locker is 284. So you are actually at the locker right next to Cecil. Okay. Thank you. Ethan's on one side of the hall, odds on the other. Uh, yeah. Uh, give me a street wide, Jay. 17. 17. Uh, as you are going to your locker, Alex passes you but won't look at you. And it is summer. They're wearing a very big jacket. Uh, definitely not in season. It's still very warm. I'm gonna, I guess, follow that, follow Alex, and try to get his attention. Uh, Alex heads into a bathroom uh, when they notice that you're following. I will wait in the hall to see if he comes back out. Or if I see somebody, one of my friends, that I can send in there after him. That's perfectly Quentin, hey. you're, you're, may I interject with a quick question on Quentin's part? Oh. Would Quentin accept an offer to get picked up uh, to go to school? Eddie said, Eddie, Eddie calls you up home. Would you, would you uh, let me pick you up? I got my, my You have calls. like an extra seat on your bicycle? What? No, no, I have my father's car. Oh. Or it used to be my father's car, but it's mine now. Not important, either way. Sure. Yeah. I, d- I didn't know you drove. I've been doing it a little bit. I should probably get my license. I can try to help you if you want. That'd be cool. Love to be careful. Uh, all right. All right. As, um, so, Quentin, uh, as you enter school, your finely tuned nasal sense of school lunches tells you the... Lunch lady has been experimenting with a new Sloppy Joe recipe, and it's going about as well as you'd expect on the school's food budget. Yeah. You know, there's a whole thing if it isn't broke, don't pick it. So maybe she Unfortunately, it was broke, and it was not broke. No. Eddie, you crossed paths with both, and they are grumbling about their locker assignment. Uh, Bulk seems very unhappy and the reason is is because he did not want to be grouped with the nerds and by the time you get your locker assignments uh, you figure out that your locker is two lockers away from Bulk, Eddie. So you're going to have a fun senior year with Bulk two doors down from you in the locker department. Uh, In a probably relatively foolish attempt to ease the grumpiness. Uh, hi, Bolt. God, it's happening already. This is what's great about summer. I don't have to do with you nerd. 
You're not going to talk to me every day of class, are you? Oh, maybe not in class, but at least in the hallway, I'll probably say hi. Can't wait to get my schedule. I can just get away from you, nerd. Oh, see you later, Bulk. <laughs> uh, give me a streetwise Eddie. I rolled a seven. You rolled a seven? Okay. Win ten? Yes. Yeah, you know how you fall a lot in ranger form? Uh-huh. Yeah. So you got the curse locker. I got the curse locker. There is a curse locker. It's not uh-huh. haunted. It's more like it doesn't open like half the time. And janitorial okay. staff may have fixed it. The great news about the curse locker is that you were literally right outside of the band door. Okay. Uh, it does mean that you are the farthest ranger away from the other rangers. You're all kind of on the same floor because you're all seniors. Uh-huh. Uh, but like. You can't, like, talk to any of the other rangers, but, like, you can see line of sight. and You can, like, nod at them, and maybe they'll see you if there's not many people in the hallway. But you are in the curse locker, and several students, including Maribel St. Clair, who was just declared senior class president, chuckles, seeing, uh-huh. upon seeing you trying to open said locker. And then she, like, looks away from you as if the curse may spread to you. Uh- and then I need you to give me a streetwise roll. All right. All right. I just got to figure out a locker. Nothing that uh, a little good application of physics. Streetwise, however, uh, I'm not sure I know what a street is. Wait, <laughs> how did you do? I rolled a three. You rolled a three. That's, that's something right there. That's just like having that locker. Uh, you can name your locker if you want to, because everyone who's had this cursed locker has at some point named it something, usually a curse word, that you can't say in person. Ah, so you gotcha. can think about what you want to gotcha. name your locker. Uh, Britt, yeah. are you rolling up to school with the uh, with your baseball crew, or have you been given them have you been giving them kind of the cold shoulder for the past couple of years? I haven't really been giving them the cold shoulder, but um, uh, I did have to go to school early to for baseball-related things. So I've been at school for a minute. Um, and I'm actually... Um, I was actually trying to find my new locker assignment as I uh, walked past the bathroom and I notice uh, Jane standing there. And I walk up to her and I'm like, Jane... Do you know where this locker is? I can't find it. I'm lost. What number is it? What number is it? <laughs> it is 255. It's 255. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it's um down that way. I can I can show you where it is in a minute. Can you do me a favor first though? Sure. Um this might sound a little weird. Um but I need you to go into the men's bathroom. Um, Alex walked by and he was being really weird and he was wearing a really big bulky jacket and I just want to make sure he's okay and he went in there uh sure (laughs) (laughs) thanks Uh, before you go into the bathroom brick I want to let you know that this is either the universe or someone did something in the office um usually athletes have two lockers and it's kind of weird that you're on, you're in the 200s. Uh, you don't have lockers with other athletes. 
in this Oh, well, that is weird. Uh, I guess I'm going to kind of like save that for later and maybe have to visit the front office at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, fun fact, though, you will find this out later, but I'm telling you this now. Across the hall from you in locker uh, 256 is Skull, who has been trying to avoid you uh, for the past month or so. So that's going to be fun. Ever since we had that uh, body swapping yeah. shenanigan. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, cool. Well, I'm going to uh, head into the bathroom and um, see if I see Alex in there. Uh, the, the bathroom is empty, but the acoustics are as such is that like, you can hear someone like, trying not to breathe like heavily someone obviously like in a little bit of a panic okay in which case I'm going to um, just kind of uh, very lightly just be like uh, Alex are you in here there's there's a brief pause to the noise coming from the stall but then uh, the small boy says just, just go away just go away uh is something going on, bud? Why are you why are you hiding in the bathroom? It's it's nothing. It's it's this that whoever whoever you are, just just yeah, just it's fine. Um, okay. Well, I just want you to know your friend uh, Jane is outside, and she asked me to come check in on you. So I'm just here making sure you're okay. I heard you're wearing a jacket. It's like 78 degrees outside. What are you doing that for? It's actually 80 degrees outside. It's actually 80 degrees outside. <laughs> what are you doing that for? It's it's weird. I can't. It's weird. All right. Well, listen, I don't know if you want to hide in the bathroom all day during school because, you know, we have to, like, go do school stuff. But if you want to, like, come out and talk about it, I I'm here to talk about it with you. Uh, Alex says, you're you're not going to go away, are you? Unfortunately, I uh, told Jane I would check up on you, so I'm not going to leave this bathroom until I I have something to say to her about your well-being. Well, Alex curses and then exits the the stall. Uh, Alex is actually wearing this jacket and is sweating slightly because it is warm. Um, even with the AC on in school. And Alex just will not look at you and goes, it's, it's just it's just weird. I don't know how to explain it. I don't like it. And I don't. Alex is, Alex is panicked and kind of at a loss for words. Uh, hey, Alex, uh, do this uh, little exercise with me, okay? They teach us how to, like, breathe in sports practice. I don't know, something about performance and blood flow the brain or something like that. So could you just, like, do me a favor and just like breathe in for five seconds and then breathe out for five seconds. Here, I'll do it with you. Okay, ready? Here we go. Uh, breathe in. Breathe out. Uh, Alex begins sobbing. Uh, uh, you okay? And I take my hand and I kind of awkwardly pat his back a little bit. Uh, 
No, go ahead. Finish your thought. Oh, I was just going to say, what's going on? I- Alex jumps when you touch him and he goes, don't touch me. Oh, okay. I pull my hand back quickly. Um, just in case. Sorry. In case. In case what? I don't. Don't scream. Um, and Alex takes off the jacket and their entire forearm is gray. And you know this color gray brick. Oh. Um, that's different. Uh, when did that happen to you? I, I don't know. I, I woke up and, 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 it, and it was just like this. At first, it was just like a little spot. And, and then it, it just got bigger. I, I, don't, I don't know what happened. And it's, it, it's, like, it's like clay. I, you know, I get it wet and, and it kind of lost off like, like rock. And I don't, I just, don't, don't get close to me. I, I don't know. I don't, it, it, it might be, it could be anything. Hey, uh, listen, um, I know this is super weird and you're like probably really feeling really weird about this, but don't worry. Everything's going to be okay. All right. I promise. I um, promise to make uh, turning into something from an aha video. Yeah, I know. I, listen, I, uh, um, Hey, could you excuse me for just one second? Are you cool with like hanging out in here? Uh, Alex goes back into the, um, doll and kind of slams the door. Okay. Um, I'm going to go outside, uh, and go up to Jane and, kind of relay the information that I've just found out that he has a a gray arm, a putty arm thing happening. Did he say what happened? Is he okay? Uh, he seems fine. Okay. He just seems like really like freaked out. Um, I feel like we should probably ah, man, how am I, how are we going to do this? Um, I feel like we should let Alpha and Zordon know about this. Um, but um there is an announcement over the loudspeaker from principal kaplan and this is strange because principal kaplan um self-important principal that he is has said on your like welcome sheet that you got when you got your locker assignment that he would be like a welcoming message in the gym um he comes over the loudspeaker and says all students be aware of this uh shutter speed is banned from campus uh, teachers and administrators are walking the hallways now. If you have a shutter speed on your person, please throw it away in the basket that they will provide. Uh, with that, Eddie's going to um, try to like hide his in his locker somewhere. Shutter speed? Uh, what was that from that commercial? Yeah. I was curious about it, but I didn't actually get it. Did you? No, I, there's so many apps so many things that so many things happening all the time and I don't have time to keep up with all of this stuff it just yeah. kept repeating it shutters oh hi Cecily oh hi, I forgot my, lo- my locker's right here <laughs> I didn't know we were still by your lockers I thought we I thought were we Jane, I don't know I thought Jane I followed thought we him the- uh, Cecily <laughs> Cecily you can you can totally just throw up that's fine uh, oh, I thought we were by the lockers I apologize it's a, you're a little bit, you're not far from the lockers, but you know. It, it, I'm also a, a busybody, so. Yeah, you see two rangers together congregating anyways, speaking about something 
obviously intense. Hush, hush. And you've just heard an ominous message from the principal about shutter speed. Eddie, are you going to roll up on this conversation? Um, yeah. Uh, did you want me to possibly roll anything for the attempt to hide the my shutter speed in my locker or anything like that? Uh, not yet. Uh, Quentin, are you going um, to roll up on this conversation? I'm probably going to be humming the jingle under my breath yeah. as I walk up. I'll, I'll probably go and be like, yeah, I couldn't afford that thing. Uh, yeah, so, Eddie, you tried to put that in your locker, right? Or did, where did you try to hide your shutters? Um, so if these are anything like lockers, I remember, you have the smaller compartment up top. Yep, got um, a little shelf. Got, got yep. two little shelves. Yeah, so essentially, um, I'm going to try to like hide it up there, um, uh, either behind or sequestered between something or what have you. Uh, probably nothing too terribly <laughs> uh, well thought out or whatnot, but an attempt to put it out of sight nonetheless. Yeah, that's great. Um, good times. So you attempt to do that. Uh, your backpack feels a little heavier than it should, Eddie. Okay. Um, as I uh, when I get to the group, I'll kind of put the backpack down, listening to what they say, and just kind of rummage through it. Yeah, your shutter speed is in your backpack. Uh, with that, I'm going to basically kind of just quickly sh- close the very not very inconspicuously. Uh, quotation marks. Uh, close up the backpack again. Uh, yeah, but you're all congregated in front of the bathroom. You just got this message about uh, shutter speed. There is a scream from the bathroom. From inside the, the men's bathroom. Oh, no. All right, I'm going to rush back in there. Oh, Eddie's going to rush in after Brooke. Uh, oh, okay. I'm going to uh, run after Eddie. You uh, rush. I'm going to go Alex or... What's going on? Are you in here? Uh, you rush in just in time to see Alex go back into the stall, and Alex's shutter speed slams across the mirror and breaks the glass and lands in the sink. Uh, is that one of those shutter speed things? Uh, yeah, it definitely is. Uh, you hear Alex uh, cry out, it won't leave me alone. Is it saying something to you? What is it doing? I just, I, I tried to get rid of it. I tried to throw it away. I tried, I did anything I could. I, I even, I, I even took it to that like dumpster beside the Panera where they lock it up at night. And it, it just, it just kept coming back. Um, with that, uh, I'm going to imagine that Eddie left his backpack out in the hallway and probably like reach into my pocket and find the shutter speed again. Oh no, it's still in your backpack. You're close okay. enough to it. Fair enough. Okay. Um, Eddie, you, you said you had one of these? Um, yeah, and mine just a moment ago, like, okay, so principal lets out announcement. I stuffed mine in my locker. Now it's in my backpack. I swear I put it in my locker, but now it's in my backpack. This is the first time it's done something funky. Um, hey, maybe I, like, uh, I kind of turn towards uh, Quentin and uh, Eddie and I say kind of under my breath very softly I'm like um, I think you should uh, I think you should uh, show this to Mr. Mr. Tubes <laughs> right. well, if, I, if I show it to Fish Tank you'll probably take it away these things are pretty neat 
with that, Alex comes out of the stall carrying the top of the toilet tank and like tries to bash it against his shutter speed and it does not break. Like the like the toilet tank breaks. Rather than the shutter speed. See, they're they're really durable. Although that's as well you okay. use that as a piece that's of armor. Um I'm gonna grab um Alex's arm so he stops like trying to break the thing. And I'm hoping that in uh perhaps in uh without being too obvious about it, I'm wondering if I can also subtly use my grid power. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be morphed while using your grid power. That's the difference between a grid power and a general power. Okay. I didn't, I didn't know if I just like got powers all of a sudden. Nope. Uh, you have not tried to do it outside of being morphed. And uh, Alex was jerking away and you realize that it's a thing where you need to be morphed in order to do it. Um, okay, cool. Yeah, gotcha. Um, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll pull my arm back and I'll just be like, hey, uh, Alex, you need to calm down just a little bit, okay? Don't worry, we're gonna we're gonna figure this stuff out. I'm gonna take the his shutter speed though, and I'm gonna like take it from him. Alex and... welcomes you taking it from him. Alex just like runs out of the bathroom with the with the jacket wrapped around himself. Have a good day, Alex. Hey, uh, uh, Jane, you and Cecily see Alex like run like the devil is chasing after them. This like incredibly just like 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 they've just seen death it, death itself did quentin or eddie see the gray arm or was he wearing the jacket the whole time give me an alertness roll we'll do all right well he would have tried to call out to alex as he runs by but i don't know that she would follow him alex sorry, literally so alex runs down the hallway and literally tackles Skull, and then gets up and scrambles off, and Skull is like, Skull's nose is now, like, broken. Oh. Broken. Uh, Quentin got a 17 on uh, his awareness. see if he saw the gray arm. Quentin, with your 17, you saw the gray arm, um, and you recognize the gray right away. Uh, Eddie, with your 5, you were a little too focused on your own shutter speed and trying to remember if it had ever done anything like this before, but you did not notice. Uh, you were not paying attention to Alex. Um, my head might have been in the clouds a bit. Yeah. Hey, uh, guys, aren't aren't the putties gray? Yeah. Um, I was just telling Cecily, uh, sorry, I was just telling Jane about this before you all guys showed up. Um, yeah. Yeah, Alex's arm is kind of is gray. uh, grayed out. Kind Wait, of like yeah. a putty arm. So, what, what yeah. now? You, yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm going to look back down at like my shutter speed, but like looking at my skin. Yeah, they, yeah. they got to be connected somehow. What do these shutter speeds do? Oh, they're actually really, really neat. I pull out my phone and I like scroll through some of the pictures with um, silly filters on them. And uh, then, give uh, me, give me an alertness roll, Eddie. Or no, give me a, give me a, give me a grid, give me a grid roll. Culture. So that'd be a culture, yes. Uh, yeah, give me a culture. I got an eight. Got an eight. You don't see it. Uh, Quinton and Brick, give me a cultural. Oh, come on. Got an eight. I even put, just put a point in culture. I got uh, a ten. You got a ten. It's 
completed. Um, you're not actually sure you saw it, but there was one of the pictures. Uh, so, so, Eddie, how did you use uh, Shutter's feet? Probably would have just started off taking pictures of other things, and then after about uh, three or four of them, started taking selfies, and then started progressing into like different filters from there. Yeah, so it, it's weird that so, Eddie, did you try the Power Ranger filter? Yes. Yeah, did you try your Ranger Spectrum color Power Ranger filter, or did you like see what the I, other colors? Were? I would. I tried the green color. Yeah. So, so Rick. Just for a second, just for like half a second, you're not sure you even saw it, but like that green filter for a second was putty. Eddie was like putty for half a second in that picture, and then when you blink, it's not there anymore. Uh, all right, this thing's starting to give me the creeps. We got to get one of these to our friend Fishbulb, probably sooner rather than later. Can I? Um, you can use. I feel like we should just throw these things in Nevada acid somewhere, <laughs> or is that too too comic book? I, I mean, we should probably like learn from it before we just uh, destroy it. We should probably uh, figure Especially, out how and why this is being controlled. Cecily, did you go inside the boys' bathroom or did, or did you guys? <laughs> oh no, sorry, I was sorry. <laughs> oh, that's right. I went to the restroom and uh, uh, I didn't realize we were back in the bathroom. Sorry. No, I thought we left. I thought we left, didn't we? No we one has told me that. You well, left oh. The so I'm still under the assumption. Nobody knows where we are. All right. Um, I hope you're having a great time in the boys' room. Um, I'm probably I'm talking about. Yeah, okay. We're Shari. still okay. We're still in the bathroom. I'm since we're still in the bathroom, and I know for a fact that we're the only ones in here. I'm going to um, call Alpha on my little communicator, and I'm gonna have them um, see if they can transport um, Alex's. Uh, Uzi Watts. Uh, it, it, uh, Alpha says, uh, sure. Uh, usually if it, teleportation is for a person, not for things, but we'll give it, we'll give it a try. Um, usually if someone has something with them, that's easier. But so Alpha gives it a try. Um, it looks like it works for a second and then it kind of bounces right back down to where it was defiantly. Um, you huh. think it'd work better if someone was holding it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I, I mean, we have to go to school. <laughs> uh, so we're, this is we're orientation school, day. Right? You have like syllabi reading. You don't have official classes. And I will say uh, as the GM, based on how this has gone, everyone give me an alertness roll. We're actually going to have everyone just give people not in the boys. Yeah, I was going to say even, even this, is, this is for everyone, even people not in the boys uh, 19. 19. 16. Rick got a 16. 7. 7 for Eddie. And Cecily got a 13. I think Cecily uh, can hear us in the boys' room. I yes. think that's what's going on. She's a busybody. She's very... Like, it's just echoing. Very so, very much motherbird um, energy. <laughs> I love more, it. More importantly than the gossipy nature, uh, Cecily, because... You were like a Renfair person, so your mind is pretty good at counting attendance mm-hmm. uh, because it's kind of part of like the Renfair lifestyle. There are not enough students going to lockers. Like, it looks- your mind is projecting about half of the students currently aren't here that should definitely at least be here for the scene um, based upon just the size of it. Uh, Britt, 
you were really lonely in practice. Like people were there and nobody was avoiding you. But like, it seemed like there were some people on the team that didn't show up and you're like, oh, they're just taking the first day off. That's fine, but it's looking like it might not be. Uh, Quentin, you go to school with people in your band, like one of your band members mm-hmm. like goes to a different school, but like right. at no point did any of the people in your band say hello to you, and you definitely talked about that over burritos at last track. Um, and now you're starting to think maybe there's a reason they didn't show up. Uh, I thought they were just ghosts. Maybe it has something to do with these shutter speed thing. Yes. So those thoughts don't occur to Jane, um, who's a military kid, so you've never really done this kind of orientation before. And Eddie, who's is kind of in the clouds from their own shutter speed, uh, have not noticed this, but everyone else has kind of noticed that there's not enough, not enough seniors. Like, per capita, there should definitely be more seniors than there are currently. Is there, like, anybody that we'd, like, specifically be like, huh, I really would expect to see them here. Yeah. Uh, most of the theater department is not there. Uh, Cecily, you stopped oh, by because you have been hearing about the magicals. Mm-hmm. And you were going to stop by the theater theater room, which is kind of next to the band room. Most of them are usually, like, early in the morning doing, like, theater warm-up games and, like, like running scenes for shows. Um, you specifically know they're going to be doing Guys and Dolls as, uh, as the fall musical, um, but no one is no one is sitting down rocking the boat currently. Uh, the you actually did see like the choir teacher kind of walking around the hall at some point looking for people. Okay, weird. Um, yeah, that's not theater. People never miss a chance to show off and be loud. So no, we don't. Very... <laughs> uh, really, it looks normal have... to me. We're gonna... <laughs> Except the bathroom, finally, I think. <laughs> and, um, yeah. Tell Jane and Cecily about the um, possible connection with uh, Alex and. Yeah. Um, I keep wanting to say Snapchat, but it's not that. <laughs> it's uh, shutter speed! Shutter speed! It's shutter speed! Uh, <laughs> Just like that. Um the shutter speed and uh, saying that I tried to send it to Alpha but it didn't work or something so um, and also I'm going to relay the information that um, well we kind of start talking about it you know what never mind uh, by, uh, by the way you see Skull like no one has attempted to help Skull up by the way Brick yes uh, well Skull's I didn't like laying laid out I was like, getting to that their life nah, he's fine um, so I am going to just basically relay that information, and then I see Skull on the ground, and I uh, I'm going to go attempt to help him up. Maybe like, hey, uh, buddy, you okay? It's, what happened to you? Gonna, I hate uh, my life. Someone ran me over. F school. F school so hard. He doesn't say F school, but I'm not going to say the thing that he actually said. <laughs> uh, but you get the idea. Uh, right. Skull's just yeah. laying. There. Skull's just laying there, going, "This is so stupid." <laughs> Yeah, buddy, me too. Uh, you want to take my hand and get up off the floor? Uh, fine. Folks nowhere around. Don't do not do anything weird. Last time I saw you, weird things happened. I didn't appreciate it. Hey, listen, man, I, about that, like, it, it was just as weird for me as it was for you. So, you know, no hard feelings, but um, 
you know, it's been pretty weird around Angel Grove lately, you know. This is the last morning I don't have a breakfast burrito. And that's the last thing Skull says to you before they walk off to go find Bolt. As a little side note, when um, Quentin and uh, Rick left the bathroom, um, Eddie would have stayed behind just a little bit uh, out of kind of like curiosity and like concern. And he legitimately doesn't want to like give up the shutter speed because he's been having fun with it, but kind of hard to ignore all everything that's been happening. He fiddles around and takes a um, a selfie through the bathroom mirror. Give me, uh, give me a, give me a technology. With a zero in the skill, do I roll with snag? Uh, no snag. Just give me a straight d20 roll. I got an eight. You got an eight. Uh, nothing seems amiss, and as this is your 13th picture, like, I mean... People seem to be drawing conclusions. You didn't see anybody with a gray forearm. And this Al looks like an art student. So, like, you know, could have done it themselves. I mean, aren't art students, like, attention seekers, Eddie? You know, Probably just some performance art thing you guys uh, doing. Do you really want to give up your shutter speed? You know how much money that costs? That store is an old Disney store. You know how much money... They sunk into buying out that Disney store and putting those things out for you. Like, brings you so much joy. Why would you give it up? I'll be a collector's market for it later. Yeah, I mean, and maybe later there's even rumors that they're going to come out with, like, ways you can customize your box. So, you know, you might be able to make it, like, black and purple at some point. You know, you might be able to put, like, a mastodon on it. Yeah. Yes, my precious. Yeah. <laughs> Great. I'm going to look around after Skull runs away. and uh, uh, Dripping blood on the floor, by the way. The janitor's going to see that eventually and be so angry. But definitely he was having like a bloody broken nose in progress running away. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to notice that not all five of us are there. And I'm going to be like, uh, where's Eddie? Uh, he was right behind. Oh, um. I'll come out of the bathroom humming the jingle. <laughs> um, hi, Eddie. Hi, Quinn. I kind of wave like on the um, moment. What's that catchy tune you're humming? <laughs> it's the it's the shutter speed jingle. It, it's just stuck in my head. Huh. Really, really kind of neat. I really like the uh, announcer's voice on it too. It sounds so comforting. Huh. For uh, the announcer's <laughs> voice was so comforting. Mm. Yay! Please take a story point for that. And of course, everyone, you get a story point at the beginning of the session. But I, I want you to have a story point for that. <laughs> I was even going to give you deception for that. Like you could have said anything, but you were so honest. I appreciate that. Story. Um. Did we leave the other kids' shutter speeches on the floor in the bathroom at this point? Like, did someone grab it? No, I have it. Okay, cool. Cool. Just want to make sure that I'm keeping track of things. Uh, Rick, it's (laughs) not in your hand anymore, or wherever you put it. Um, I'm gonna pretend that Eddie just asked me that question, and I'm going to be like, "Oh yeah, I I have it." And then I'm gonna like reach for like my pocket or something, and I'm gonna start like patting myself and being like, "Uh, "I did have it. Did did you leave it in the bath? Have it anymore? I don't know." I don't know where it went. I didn't hear it clatter to the ground. 
Did we see it in his hand when he came out of the bathroom? So it does, it is big enough that it would make like a noticeable thing in the pocket. So if you were like noticing that Brick had something in his pocket, uh, give me an alertness roll. And if you get like an eight or a high. I got an eight. All right. So Eddie got an eight. Jane got an eight. Quentin got a 10. Uh, That eight was the previous (laughs) roll for Eddie. Oh, okay. I'm probably just not even paying attention to what's going on, so I'm not, not gonna... paying attention. You are so stuck on your precious. Very right much now. so. Have you given a name to your shutter speed, Eddie? <laughs> I haven't yet, but now that you say that. Well, uh-huh. think about that. Uh, Jane and Quentin. Jane, you notice this because with the military background, of course, you notice when there's too much or not enough stuff. And Quentin, you notice this because. Brick took one of your guitar picks once, and you're mm-hmm. still, like, aware and hypervigilant that a guitar pick can go missing. And so, like, when Brick is, like, patting themselves, it's kind of obvious what Brick is looking for. Right. My guess is Alex has it. Um, hey, Eddie, uh, you said you tried to throw that thing in your locker, and then it suddenly appeared in your backpack? And so when he says that, Eddie's, like, not even paying attention to what they're doing. Um, he's uh, progressed to the kind of just generally humming to actually kind of like lightly muttering the lyrics to it. And he uh, is uh, actually has his shoulder speed in his hand and he takes another picture of himself. Eddie. Maybe you should put that down, Eddie. I doubt there's any issue with it, really. I mean, come on, isn't the... I'm willing, I'm willing to bet the guy is just doing some performative art thing or something, right? I mean, he's creative. He's pretty talented and all that. Uh, Jane? Yes? You know Alec pretty well. Mm-hmm. Probably more than anyone else in the group, I'd, I'd wager. Uh, maybe Cecily is like a close second. Alex God Levin is not what you call like a strength-based NBC character, for lack of terminology. <laughs> Alex broke skulls, no. Yeah, that's out of character. Alex... He's not strong. He's, you know, artistic, and he 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 wouldn't break somebody's nose. That's really out of character for him. Uh, just by tackling them, like not even punching them, but just like the solidness of 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 them falling to the ground in the hallway, that doesn't sit right with you at all. Yeah, that it's just it's weird that that happened. Um, if it was Brick, I could see that happening, but not Alex. Um, Brick is going to slightly, after Jane says that, Brick is going to slightly flex and look at his muscles. (laughs) Oh, man. I I wouldn't uh, necessarily. uh, Brick, by the way, this is the moment that you remember when you were eating dinner and you had a missed call um, on the phone from Jane and your mom's been like (laughs) interrogating you for the phone call you didn't answer when she saw who it was from. So there's... (laughs) You know, I, I wouldn't necessarily say Alex isn't that isn't not strong. I mean, he's about as strong as I am. Yeah, but running into somebody, do you know how much force it takes to break somebody's nose? It's actually, like, pretty hard to do. Um, I've done it accidentally before, but I'm kind well, of you're, than you're I a giant. Think I am. Well, a little bit, yeah. Regardless, it's a little weird that all of a sudden these shutter speed things come out and no one's at school. Alex has a gray putty arm and Eddie's treating this thing like it's the ring from Lord of the Rings. 
Yeah, he probably You're called it. Really over exaggerating there, buddy. Uh, I turned to I turned to school, I turned to Eddie and he's class, right? I mean, the the Alex uh, was it Alex for the art kid. Uh, yes, Alex yeah. is the yeah. Alex. He's he's an artistic guy. This is probably some big performative art thing that uh, he's trying to kick off his senior year with. Hey, hey, Eddie. Did you notice you just took like three selfies in the time you've been talking? I, I have no idea what you're talking about. Pictures. And if <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. I'm so happy. I didn't. I didn't. It was a poor bunch of us. Piece? Selfie person, Eddie. Just for the record. Oh, never did I. I mean, but I, I feel I just feel a lot better about myself. Like I don't know, it's kind of weird. Well, that's well, okay. kind of wholesome. So you said you tried to send it up to our friend, right? And it wouldn't go. Yeah, I think Alpha was saying something. I mean, um, Disc Man was saying something about uh, that. Usually, like, you can transport people, but not objects. So he tried to transport just the object, but that didn't work. So I'm thinking maybe one of us should go with the thing. And uh, I think uh, one of us should go with Eddie and this thing. Yeah, Yeah, I was going to offer taking the one that I got from Alex, but I can't seem to find that one. So Uh, you should probably go look for it. don't we have like classes to go to? Hey, uh, Brick, Eddie, how about you two go to, you know, meet Mr. Tube? Is that what you call it? Are you guys going to be okay? I mean, um, we can all, technically, we can all go. I mean, they're not going to miss us. Well, well, I think uh, the rest of us should go try to find all, Alex. Okay, all of you guys are just really making a giant mountain out of something real small. I'm going to go to my first class. We can meet up later chill out. And with that, Eddie kind of starts walking away. And there goes my ride home. Well, what's happening to the ones that all the teachers collected? Because I know that they went through with like a basket for people to throw them out. Did people, anybody actually do that? Uh, You haven't seen an instructor with one of them. So you have no idea. Uh, Also, hey guys, not to put too fine a point on it, but one of your friends who has kind of been the buffer of the group just kind of walked away with their yeah. he did yeah yeah that's, um that's not- rick is gonna walk after him and like be like eddie come on we gotta figure this out these things can't be good um cecily is gonna try a different approach uh she is gonna go and go can i give it a shot but she's not gonna actually want to do it so how's the interaction working here like both at the same time or one after the other? Uh, I'm going to give Cecily the go-ahead to go before Brick on this one. Okay. Um, Like she's going to try to manipulate it that way out of him uh, by being like, can I give it a shot? I, I, you know, I'm not really big in technology, so I didn't try one. Can I just take a look at it? Let's do a contested roll before you decide how you're going to respond, Eddie. Sounds Uh, good. So, Cecily, give me a give me a persuasion. 
And then that's be matched against your cleverness, which is which is the defense of social etiquette. Cleverness. Uh, uh, I got an oh. eighteen. I'm glad you did because my cleverness is a sixteen. Oh, I'm just too clever. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, Eddie, Shutterspeed, he's never had one. I've like, never seen you, one. You definitely gotta try it out. Actually. And then I start basically droning, droning on about like the different filters and stuff and trying to give her like selfie pointers, even though it's very obvious I have almost no idea what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> All your selfies have bad lighting or from the wrong angle. And just a uh, horrible forehead glare. Especially <laughs> or Brit, or both of you if you want. Give me light of hand. I think I think Cecily's actually gonna motion over to Brick to be like Let a hand hey, grab it. Thing. Like yeah, like she's she's like, I'm doing the acting here. I'm acting. Like I'm very interested in this. Anyone trying sleight of hand, give me infiltration, whoever is a part of this conversation. Uh given my extracurricular activities, would I have any edge on kind of noticing such an action? Uh, <laughs> give me an alertness. With an edge. Oh. oh God, we both we both fumbled. Ashley <laughs> uh, actually even has infiltration. Wow, look at that. Yeah, yeah. I do. So now, oh. now you're shady. Now you're shady. Yeah. I got a seven. <laughs> Rick got a three. All right, Eddie, you're in control here. Uh, you basically won a contested role. Um, um, unless the, somebody the moment... wanted to use a story point to reroll uh, their. Me, me, <laughs> do it, do it, do it. I was about to. So if you do it, do it. Um, 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 because that's what the story points are for. No. Okay, so the, the moment better. that Eddie kind of notices that um something is awry, his like friendly face goes completely like dark and um, uh, just like straight in a way that you've never really seen Eddie do before. And at this point. He's actually standing in such a way to where he's not punching over or really slashing his shoulders anymore. He's actually utilizing the full size of his uh, physical form and it really kind of striking um, touch of intimidation. Uh, it, it essentially goes like, um, what, are you, what are you doing, friends? Uh, I was just curious. Um, again, I'm not good at technology or anything like that. So. Yeah, you're not the greatest at lying, either. And with that, he kind of pulls the shutter speed a little bit closer to his, himself. Uh, when you pull the shutter speed away, the shutter speed teleports you, Eddie. Oh, no. Like, he's gone now? He's He's been teleported away? Uh, yes, but he did not teleport the usual way. He teleported in this... Roll? You can do a culture roll. If you, if you were in the hallway and you saw it, give me that culture roll. Fifteen. 15 from Clinton. Is anyone else doing culture? I got a 23. What is the okay. culture role for? Uh, culture role in this case is like a grid lore type. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so my assumption is this teleport has a significant lack of color to it. we got a 17. It uh, is. Uh, Rick, are you doing the culture oh, role? Sure, I guess. Why not? Okay, so Jane with the 23, definitely, so everyone noticed it was, it was not a normal teleportation, 
Jane, uh, Cecily, and Quentin, you were closer. Uh, Brick was still a little more concentrated on the Shutter's Feet object itself. Um, and there's no great way to put this. It looks like purple lightning, but not like ranger teleportation. Like, it looks kind of like the colors of the Shutter's it's shutters. It is shutters. And that is, as some put it, sus. E- e- okay. Um, We've got to find one of these shutter speed things. Let's see if we can track down um, a teacher that's taking one? them away. Yeah. Where do you even the buy office? these things? Like, where are they being sold? The mall. Oh, we could buy one, I guess. I mean, yeah, we would just have to be really careful how we use it so that this doesn't happen to one of us. Or or we can just go to the store and try to figure out clues from there. Yeah. Well, I heard it's at the mall, and I am down You guys want to skip school and go to the mall? (laughs) I mean... (laughs) I mean, honestly, I don't think anybody else is at school. Yeah, we're... I think the only other person that attended today is Bulk, and he probably just went home. Well, and Skull, and he has the... Or Skull, yeah. yeah. What if we bought one and just left it in the package and take it? And then take it to our friend? Do you think that the store, like the shopkeepers are weird too? So maybe... Well, there's only one way to find out. It's mall time, baby. (laughs) (laughs) I'm suddenly Uh, craving a pretzel. So, here's what's going to happen. So, by the way, uh, this is like the episode where you all were concerned during summer that the doors were locked and they were unlocked, so you could just leave school. Nobody is going to stop. Um, I will just let you know that. Uh, Eddie, you are teleported into a room of some kind. It is sparsely decorated. It's kind of like a supply closet. Uh, There's the smell of like a mop bucket there and you're just like sitting on like this kind of stool thing and this uh, guy in kind of this purple t-shirt is just kind of uh, standing there arranging some boxes and looks at you and goes oh hey dude I'm Michael Uh, how did I get here oh I I guess the shutter speed chose you right you're the first one what you mean Rotom point to my shutter speed. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, the shutter speeds are great. Like I I I, I help sell them. Like I like I work in the shop here, dude. It's super cool. Like, oh, I remember you. Filters. You were actually the guy I bought it from. Yeah, yeah. I was wearing I had like a hat that day. It was so cool. Uh no man, it's just like when the shutter speed likes you enough, it just like it teleports you to the place that you really like want to be. And man, like wow. I'm honored, you know, that you chose like to come here. Like did, did anyone see you? Oh, no one important. Oh, all right. <laughs> so, yeah, just like, yeah, if you just like want to hang out here and like take some like selfies of yourself, yeah. like I've got this like list here and he hands you like a two page list. And these are like cheat code selfie. Um, these are like selfie cheat codes, like uh, a way that you can like input information before you post that will do like a super secret selfie thing that not everybody holy crap does. man secret menu yeah yeah so just like stay here brah and just kind of like enjoy yourself it's a secret menu and then Michael leaves 
and locks you in the in the in the storeroom. Like you, you definitely <laughs> hear the door lock. But do you care? Don't care. It shutters me. Yep. Now I'll start just like muttering the jingle to myself again as I go through the pages. Oh yeah. All right. So the Angel Grove Mall. This is kind of like halfway indoor, halfway outdoor mall because it's like Southern California. Um, the shutter speed slash old Disney store is like on the inner part of the mall, which is really cool. Um, it's not very busy because it's still particularly, but you know what is open? Cinnabon. So if you want a cinnamon roll, now's your time. But of course, you are worried about Eddie slash shutter speed. Obviously, you don't know that Eddie is in the building, but the most important thing is that you're living the teenage dream and skipping classes to go to the mall altogether. Cecily, I don't know if you ever dreamed about doing this in your life, and I know you're this, worried right now, but, like, this is, like, blossom. This I'm is like, worried, um, but this is also, like, a quintessential moment in, like, any teen development. So I think that Cecily is living this moment very much as a artistic endeavor um, part of the teenage experience that I had yet to experience. So I was just going to say getting... Jane hasn't either. Oh yeah. It's going to be there first. I will be acquiring a cinnamon roll. Yeah, it might just be the center of it, but I I've am. never done this kind of thing either. I... Uh, they actually make, I was at a Cinnabon last night, they make something called Cinnabon Bites, which are cinnamon rolls inside of a cookie. Oh my so God. that is like a new thing that they have. They do have center of the roll and they have a special apple pecan flavor that smells incredible. And it kind of makes you just want to hang out at the food court for a little while. All um, food tastes better when you're playing hooky. And uh, Brick, the sport autograph store right next to the food court, not very far in the mall, mind you, has one of your favorite or athlete inspiration people and they have like a 60% off autograph. You just have to go in and buy it and be deterred from your mission. <laughs> Does this mall have an anti-ans? This mall has a knockoff anti-ans called Anti-Angela. <laughs> uh, Does but- Anti-Angela sell hot dogs wrapped in pretzels? Uh, they actually perfected the hot dog on top of the pretzel. So it's just like a topping now in like slices. No, no, I don't want that. You don't want that. Are you there, sure? is, I mean, there is a Mrs. They Pia. cover it in cheese and bacon. Too. They do I cover don't it like, I don't like my dogs sliced. Okay. Not five years old. Um, oh. Neither am I. That's pretty good. <laughs> He's an elitist. Uh, Jane, while you are uh, enjoying Cinnabons in the food court, there is a store here selling international goods. Uh, different um, different toys, different light fixtures, uh, things from sellers in different countries. And it's, like, in the food court area. So, like, after you finish your Cinnabon, you can just, like, hang out, you know? Just, like, look at all the cool stuff in the shop. I feel like this is, like, the music box. And if I go over, I'm going to, like, fall asleep or something. Um, give me a, give me an alertness roll. It's always a Cinnabon. The Cinnabon I is always five. a trap. 
You got a five. I got a five. They have one of those, like, uh, bell dulcimer things where you, like, play it, like, with your hand hovering over it. And, like, you've always kind of, like, wanted to play one of those. Like, you've never actually seen one in person, like, that you could play. And, like, there's not really anybody in that store that you can tell, but it's an open store with lights on and music playing and it's a really cool instrument. Jane, Jane will walk over there to look at it. I'll be right back, guys. Right back. I just, I want to see something really quick. Cecily's going to, like, keep an eye out. Because, like, as much as she wanted this uh, Cinnabon, they do have a mission. You Cinnabon you? was just essential to the mission. Yeah, we, and we do, though. <laughs> hey, hey, well, I'm still trying to decide if I want this pretzel covered in hot dog or cinnamon. Why not both? You beat me to it. <laughs> I don't have the money for both. You want both, Jane? I mean, she's she's getting up and walking away, but she she would absolutely <laughs> buy both both for him if he wants. Brick. I mean, that sport autograph thing, if you don't get it I, now. I know. I know. It'll be gone. I Somebody know. Somebody else wait. will see it. I know. Uh, um, but Eddie, he's gone. How about this? How about this? Eddie is fine. I'll go with you to the sports store. You go with me to the dulcimer store. And that way, none of us are by ourselves. And we can kind of stick together. Yeah, I'll, I'll hang out with Cecily and eat. So. Yeah. I would love everyone to give me a culture roll. <laughs> ah, yes, the culture of the SoCal Mall. <laughs> I got a nine. Uh, like, nine. totally. I got a 20. This, got a 20. You know, I love studying cultures. Nice. I got a 10. Got a 10. Even if it's mall culture. 18. You got an 18. Eight. Cecily? Mm-hmm. This is kind of weird. Like, yeah, this is, like, a novelty, fun thing to do, but also, this is very... You want to be nice, but it's kind of plastic. Yeah, like, there's like, not really... Like, weren't you here for something? Quick. Uh, mm. Yeah, you want an autograph, but, like, also, aren't you kind of struggling internally with you still want to do baseball? What does it actually mean to you? Like, what? Yeah, I mean, you have your heroes, but, like, aren't you also a hero? Uh, Quentin, Cinnabon is two for five. Cinnabon's, like, on sale. Oh, awesome. I'm really focused on food. I'm really food motivated. (laughs) I don't know what that, I don't know if that's, I I don't know. I don't know what to do. Um, I'm, Brick is going to you should eat Cinnabons with us. I mean, yeah, I will do that. <laughs> uh, the whole time you're having a Cinnabon, it just kind of tastes like sand in your mouth because, like, internally, yeah, you're having a good time with your friends, but weren't you here for something? Like, it wasn't just about skipping school and Cinnabon. Guys, what are we doing? We've got to find the, the, the store. Oh, man, these things are so good right here I'm, I'm i'm gonna go i'm gonna go to the store right now and jane is gonna head in that direction jane you're kind of getting lost in dulcimer land like you kind of drifted away from the group a little bit oh 
Whoever knew cinnamon and sugar would be so good. The dough. But I think I think we we should try to this isn't right. Like it doesn't taste I don't know. Ugh, this isn't as good as maybe it's because we're skipping and I guiltily can't handle it. But I think we need to You know, I, I think you're right. I think I need a drink with it. Maybe that's what No, 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 no. Go don't, don't get a drink. <laughs> go no, get don't a get it. So good. It's so good. <laughs> no, I think, uh, I please, think. Please take a story point for I need to go get a drink with my evil Cinnabon that is clearly. <laughs> please take uh, a story point for that. Thank you. Um, Brick is going to notice that the person who is signing at the sports store um, never signs autographs, like, ever. And is it's like this has to be like too good to be true. Yeah, they don't even live on this side of the country, Brit. Like, what are they doing? Yeah. Um, um, something is wrong. Something is up. Hey, hey, guys did did you know you could get a free drink when you buy a two for one cinema? Um, hey, has anyone amazing. seen Jane? Where's Jane? Uh, she went to uh, an uh, Jane, give, thing, give, me, give me a performance role, Jane. Oh dear. Okay. Um, <laughs> again, I just want to. I want to specify my performance is in the culinary arts. Give me a performance <laughs> with edge. Oh, I rolled it without edge, but I got an. Nope, I'm going to give you that edge. Nice. Uh, you are rocking this. Like you've never done yeah. it before, but you feel like satisfied. You could stay here all day, man. Just like rocking and rolling with this like bell dulcimer thing like yeah this like, is you could awesome make a this is the first time i've ever played it and i'm like this good i could join quentin's band you could make a career out of this you could change the world <laughs> i think the sound of that will probably perk up quentin's ears and he'll like still eating cinnabon with drink head in that direction towards the the music shop cecily's gonna like kind of like try to round him out like like we shouldn't I, Obviously, we need to go get her, but I don't. I don't think uh, this is. This is. We're not here for this. We got it. We have to do a thing. Yeah, I'm. I'm just gonna go get Jane. Rub. That's fine. Man, mm-hmm. these things are good. Yeah, I doesn't even have a. There's not even a line. They, yeah, they just put out like a sign. Like they're like free samples are happening now. Like the there's like a there's like a Mongolian barbecue place next door that's like gonna do like sample hour now. Oh no! <laughs> Pretty good, Quentin. Free samples, free food. I gotta let Jane know about this. Oh no, guys, we we're we're here for a reason. We are here. We are here for a reason. Uh, hey, hey, Jane. They, they got free Mama samples Cecily. at the Mongolian place. <laughs> Cecily's awesome. hurting cats. Uh, <laughs> you're doing Jane really is good with rocking that out. She does not hear any of you. She doesn't even know that you're there. <laughs> For suit. I could get I could get one signature I, or I could get two and it would hey, be like it would be like a like I, an investment be like an investment and there, there's a drum kit in this store they just leave this out for people to mess with oh my god there's like four, there's like four <laughs> sizes of djembe yeah Cecily uh, this is this is bad <laughs> this is very weird and I'm <laughs> There's, I'm like, what do I do? Do I just like start shouting a sonnet until people notice me? 
That's normally like how I get weird people, like weird girl <laughs> attention. Uh, but I, I will say, I will give you this as a gem as the finale episode is my gift to you. You have read the Arthurian legend pretty well, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. There, there is a story of young Arthur, younger than, uh, you're pretty sure this is an actual Arthurian legend, like someone wrote it in like the 1980s, they're calling it an Arthurian legend. Mm-hmm. And there was this story about a castle where Morgana lived. And Arthur was sent in after her, and there were levels of temptation. One of them was like muffins, one of them was like cream sodas, one of them was like different chocolates. And this feels like level three to level four, like, you gotta do something. You know what this is. Um, okay. So, hmm, okay. I am going to start off by walking into the dulcimer store and knocking over said dulcimer. <laughs> uh, Jane, give me uh, an acrobatics check to see if you go tumbling with the dulcimer. A six. Oh, no. Yeah, Cecily, you just sent Jane tumbling over with the dulcimer. Well, you maybe break that'll... anything, but it's... She's not... going to grab her by the shoulder and be like, we're getting out of here. And then she's going to look over her. But, but did you... Yeah, I was... No, 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 no. But no. I was really good. I was really you were great. You were great. We'll discuss this at another time. We have to get out of here. She's going to go. No, I have to go back. I had a crowd. She's like a crowd. She's going to like clap in um, Jane's face. And she's going to be like, I am so excited for your new talent. I am so excited. But we need to go explore our talents at another place right now. They're calling for you. Um, and then she's going to turn <laughs> to Quentin. I got a 21 on my performance on this trumpet. Oh, so. God. <laughs> There's like five djembes set up perfectly for you, Quentin. Like, you can just like sit down. Like, you're doing full on time oh, with like out the spinning. Like, Quentin! Full- I am a one man band. We can hear together. Quentin, Ooh. we're going. We're going. I know. Jane, I'm, go- I'm leaving- definitely no, 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 going no, places no. right now, man. <laughs> this is sounding great. <laughs> okay. So I am going to, can I grab Quentin's shirt and try to like physically take him out? I mean, desperate times call for desperate measures. I, this is a blunt weapon, so you roll might if you want. Yeah. I will. Oh, that's my bestest thing yeah. still. So I mean, to we'll be see. fair, Quentin is a bit of a small guy. So Cecily is very strong. Yeah. <laughs> So hopefully, we got a 15. Uh, hey, uh, Quentin, what is your unmorphed toughness? Uh, my toughness uh, base is a 13. Yeah, you go flying. Yeah. Uh, in fact, Cecily, yeah. you aimed it well enough because you didn't actually want to hurt Quentin that much. No. Uh, you send Quentin like flying out of the musician room. Great. Yeah, I kind okay. of picture Quentin's like 5'4 and kind of skinny, so he's not very big at all. Okay, well, at least I've herded one cat to a direction that I want. Ah. Um, but, but Cecily's going to go, we're going this way, we got to get Brick, okay? Jane, come on! But, no, but, no, no! I feel like a baby cat right now. <laughs> <laughs> she's just like 
She's like, I have no idea how to deal with other people. <laughs> and this is her just being like, I will yell at you like a chicken. Like, that I'm trying to hurt, get into the coop. Like, she's like Fine. clapping her hands and being like, we got to go. And then she's going to head toward the sports store. But she's going to like, Wait. basically have her friends in tow. I just picture her like leading them by the ears. That's. <laughs> I was imagining more by the shoulders. Like, Fine. But when we're done here, we have yes. to go back so that I oh can Oh my play. gosh. Of course. Of course. I will yeah, never yeah, stifle your... Totally play I, together. Will, I will yes, never right. stifle your creative energy any other time. Except for now. But hey, we have Leslie? to go to the sports store. Yes. Can I walk, please? Oh, sure. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> thank, um, thank you. Not to that store. But we have to get Brick. We have to get Brick. Did he so, go to Auntie Angela's? No. Is that where we're going? No, we're going to the sports store. Um, Angie Angelos is having a two-for-one, Quentin. Great, no. Oh, oof. Quentin, Quentin, what? Quentin, what? Quentin, listen to me. Hot dogs on Quentin. If you walk past, if you walk past this uh, place, I will buy you an entire pizza after this. Okay. Great, cool. Deal. So, thank you. Perfect. Okay, <laughs> we're going to the sports store. <sighs> and she's like, <laughs> Forsooth, these tribulations have set me off so far. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, hey, Brick, um, how deep in thought are you right now? Um, Brick is like in the store, and the guy is just giving out signatures. So he's yeah. like buying stuff and having the guy yeah. sign it. Yeah, you're not and, really looking behind you, are you? Probably not. I'm no, guess. I'm not, not behind. Me. Yeah, so you're probably not noticing how slowly the roll cage on the store door is coming down oh, while you're no. in the store. Someone should probably do something about that. Oh well, my gosh. You know. Well, you know what? Since we're living in the handy snatcher from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang time, um, the child snatcher, Cecily is going to, because that's where they're headed. It's not that far away from the other store. Um, she is going to stand underneath the door catcher with one of her arms and be like, Brick, we have to go. We're going. Hi, Rem PCs. It's me, Rem Alternus. And I just wanted to take a moment to say thank you to our Patreon backers. Seriously, your support makes all of what we do possible, and we are all extremely grateful for each and every one of you. If you aren't yet a Patreon backer, you can head over to www.patreon.com slash to check out the different tiers and rewards we have available. All Patreons get access to our podcast releases a week early, get their names in the credits of our live streamed shows, have first dibs on any casting calls for new games and shows we produce, and more. Once again, you can join our Heroes Hall at www.patreon.com slash and thank you all again for listening. Now back to the show. We're going. What do you do? That thing is going to crush you. 
No, it's not. I'm, I've got it. It's fine. It's just like, whatever. Just come here before I actually hurt myself. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, and I, I kind of waddle out with all of my stuff in my hands. Great. That's completely illegal, but that's fine. Um, and the second you waddle out with the stuff in your hands, as you're leaving the store, the stuff like disappears. Cool. Like, like sand in your, in your pocket. We're going. Oh, it was to... all fake. It oh, was fake. It was why, fake. why did you buy a bunch of sand? I... Mm. Don't ask. Okay. Uh... <laughs> Cecily right. is just like I hate all of you right now. <laughs> Cecily's uh, sound of aggravation was perfect. Uh, Brick, right the there. second you get out of that store, and Cecily, you mm. move your like shoulder or your arm or whatever, that roll cage slams down. And Brick, if you had been in that store, you'd be trapped in that store right now. Uh, Thanks, Cecily. Man, that I... was rude of them. Yeah, well, it looks like we're having a weird day at the mall, but there is one store that we all need to go to. The Dulcimer store. No, pizza. not there. None of those. We're getting pizza afterwards, Quentin. Oh, Quit the program. But we isn't this after? Oh. Well, no, 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 no. Okay. If you want the prize, we have to complete the quest, right? Uh, oh, if you want the prize, you gotta eat the cereal, y'all. Exactly. We have to complete this quest, and the quest is calling Just for open us. Open the at box the... from the bottom, and I'll get the prize that way. That's cheating! Oh my it, gosh! It's Shutter. smart. Shock. Shutter. Snap. Speed. Speed. Correct. <laughs> Thank you. Shutter speed. Shutter. Shutter speed. We're headed. It's uh, cool. Um, Eddie, oh. would, would you like to do, because you did send that message about the end of the jingle that you have now changed, would you like to do the end of the new jingle Please. for Shutter Speed? Uh, right now? Yeah, go for uh, it. No one can uh, hear you but Michael. They're not close enough yeah. to the store to hear you. I'd imagine this is basically kind of just what the, the jingle has become as Eddie continues basically chanting in this little room. I want to be cool. I'm going to be the best in school. I'm no fool. I want shutter speed. It is my friend group. It is going to show off my mad skills. It's shutter speed. Come on. It's an easy thrill. Come on. The future's in the palm of my hands. I need shutter speed. I'm just picturing Eddie completely alone in this room, (laughs) taking (laughs) selfies. Saying uh, this new jingle exactly. I I, I will let you know, Eddie, um, and anyone that has Groves app that you're bothering to look at it, trying to figure out where Eddie is. Eddie's getting very popular on Groves. Like uh, each selfie that you post with this like cheat code map, like you get five more likes, like exponentially. Well, I think you're well, super. Would it be cool, like Eddie. connected to like a friend, like like him having a profile? Because I feel like. He'd probably be like in our like preferred group of friends, you know. Like Twitter will be like. Well, I mean, Twitter. maybe if he's in your preferred group of friends, are they still in your preferred group of friends, Eddie? Or are you looking for new? I, w- I would have uh, probably pruned my account before I started using the cheat codes to make sure that I'm getting the appropriate audience. Yeah. So oh, hey, okay. if you use Groves, Eddie is no longer your friend on Groves. Um, we got blocked. Oh. I've gone viral, baby. My gosh! Yeah. Okay, well, he's gonna start kind of singing the the shutter speed jingle. 
over. Yeah. Hey, uh, about this time, Cecily, everyone, because it's getting more and more apparent <laughs> that the mall music, uh, the music is instrumental version of the Shutter Speed jingle. Oh my god. Man, this thing is really catchy. Cecily is going to roll hey her eyes. Hey there, Shutter Speed. Taking pictures so carefully. Um, is there like a mall directory where I can find this place? I think I should Uh, sample this music. Weirdly, as you continue down the mall, the only light is from a mall directory and also the former Disney store, which is now the shutters. Entree, Sivu Play. She's going to motion to her gaggle of friends and like kindergartenly motion for them to follow her. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, so we'll we'll just uh, we'll just move forward the uh, the the uh, speed store because I think you understand what's going on right now. Yeah, so Michael is hanging out, and it's uh, it's it's a Disney store, but with like pedestals with different shutter speeds on them. Um, but Michael just kind of looks at you and goes, "Hey, so can you all be in school? We uh, we're actually all uh, in." in college for social media. Uh, oh, right. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we had to inspect this product. Oh, oh yeah, no, it's cool. It's a box. Yeah, very yeah. neat. It's super cool. Um, can I, like, roll anything to, like, learn anything about these boxes? Uh, yeah, you can totally roll technology if you want to. Let's or like, do it. Yeah. Anyone else doing anything else in the store? I'm going to re-roll. I got <laughs> and uh, I, yeah, we're in a new scene. I'll let you, I'll let you re-roll that for her. I have not used my thing. I did not use it before. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. You can I got a seven. Be, so I do I a can, culture roll. It's like a box. Like, it's a box. It's Great. pretty. box. Uh, it doesn't look any different from the one that you tried to take from Eddie. Uh, by the way, Eddie, the room is soundproof, so they will not hear you if you continue to sing your jingle. Bye. He has yeah. never stopped. Wait, did Mike just say that? Did Mike just say the thing? Uh, oh. No, I just said that as the jab. Mike is just like, suh. Mike is just like... Also, is this the same guy that we helped at the party the other that the last episode? The no. bartender guy? No, just most of my NPCs sound like him. Yeah, there's a lot of mics. Look, there are only so many names in Angel Grove. You're going to get a lot of mics. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm, it's a super what? popular baby name in our generation. Right? Yeah, get a lot of mics. Um, his name tag actually says Renee, by the way. It does not say Mike. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, he just grabbed somebody's name tag. Like, he did not care. Uh, so... We still got, like, the Disney Store logo. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, no. Cecily, you're uh, checking out this Shutter Speed thing. Uh, Quentin, that technology roll was... Yeah. Abysmal. Okay, um, that was eight. It, it's a box. It's pretty. Yeah. It's hard it's, to understand why Eddie is asking you off for this object. Yeah. It's just a glorified camera thing. Oh, it is. I, I don't get it. I didn't no. test him off. I just got rid of dead weight. Oh, oh my gosh. That's hard. Um, I can't take story points, but that would definitely be a 
taking the story point thing. <laughs> that hurt. Um, uh, yeah. Can I roll? Oh, can I want to talk to Mike. Can I roll persuasion to try to get more information about the shutter speed and like the company that makes it? Um, and if I have the I know a guy origin part, so if I roll a 12 or higher, I have an instant contact with Insight to help answer a question that I have. I love that journey for you, so I would roll that. All right. Never mind. Actually, oh. I'm going to re-roll that. Yeah. Do it. Right. Do it. You got the story points. Use them. Oof. So close. I got an 11. Uh, I will give this to you, because 11 is not actually so bad. Um, the more you talk to Michael, the more it seems like he's not hiding things. He's just chosen not to know. And at some point he says, you know, I can go get that information for you. I'm just going to go, like, into the back. And, like, Michael runs into a room, not the room that Eddie's in, uh, which is, like, a storage closet, uh, but, like, in, a, like, a different back room, like, behind where the plushies would have been if it was still a Disney store. Um, and the door slams, and then the roll cage comes down on the shutter speed store, and you hear Goldar's voice. Sorry, guys. Uh, How and, come the manager of this place sounds like Goldar? Uh, you don't hear it from the manager. You hear it from the other side. Uh, so oh, I always thought it was like over the PA or something. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. So if you look at the map I have provided for you on Roll20, I will explain this particular map because now is the time this map is important. The purple box um, at the kind of south bottom of the map is the Shutter Speed Store. You're currently now locked um, where Goldar is standing is on Escalator, where kind of the yellow and black stuff is up north. Uh, the blue is a water feature. Um, the brown is the sad dad benches for when they sit where they're tired. And the gray ones right and left on either side are other stores. Um, Goldar is uh, chuckling quite heartily at the top of the elevators, and Goldar goes... Rangers, how do you like our new putties? And uh, Goldar has a shutter speed and he clicks it. And where there were no putties, now there's a lot all over the mall. Oh, whoa. But if these, uh, is he saying these are the people that are using shutter speed? Uh, I, I suddenly really regret going to the mall, everybody. Me too. Uh, Jane, give me an alertness roll. Oh dear. Okay. Give me an alertness roll with Ed. Okay. 14? 14. Uh, yeah. So, you don't want this to be accurate, but it really, really is. Um, and it's really unfortunate. One of them is wearing a very large black yeah. Oh, that's Alex. We can't I mean, what do we, what do we, can we turn them back? I, there has to be a way to turn them back. We can't fight all these people. These people are our friends and are the people who live in the town. We can't. I, th I think yeah. we, should, we should go talk to Zordon. We're trapped. <laughs> I mean. Well, we can teleport, can't we? Yeah, we can. You can try. Right. Try. Uh, Never hurts to try. 
let's give it a shot, because I don't think we can handle the situation just by fighting. No. Which is wild for me to say. Um, so are you trying to teleport? Is that what's happening? I'm, yeah, I'm going to try yeah. to teleport back to the command center. Yeah, it doesn't work. Great. Uh, um, you kind of bounce around the room disconcertingly. Like, you can't seem to teleport out of the room, and you hear Goldar chuckle and go, did you think it would be that easy, Rangers? <laughs> Mr. Streeta made all these. You think when, we'd let you go that easily? When we land, I want to try to use my communicator to see if I can at least talk to Alpha or Zordon. Uh, yeah, your communicator works. Uh, and Zordon, uh, Alpha 5 goes, Aye, aye, aye. Hey, what's, what's going on? There's, there's a strong reading of... of- shadow energy from where you're at. Never seen anything like it. Long story short, there's this new thing that people have been using, and apparently it's turning them into putties. So our entire town, and possibly Eddie, is now a putty. And we can't teleport back to the command center. We're stuck in the mall with Goldar and what used to be our friends and neighbors. If uh, the communicators are working, can I try to communicate to Eddie through it? Eddie can Eddie can hear everything Jane has just said. So you okay. can try to communicate with Eddie, sure. Yeah, I'm gonna try to send Eddie a message. Just be like, "Hey, Eddie, they have a, a pog tournament right out here in the store. You should really come in and join, man. It's great." Quentin, give me deception. <laughs> uh, this is gonna be a deception against your cleverness, Eddie. This. Can we do anything to help give him an edge? <laughs> I mean, Eddie is your friend. And as far as you're aware, Eddie is still in there. Uh, you have no cause for thinking that Eddie is any sort of buddy. You know where he is, right? Like, we, we don't know where he was teleported to. Uh, no, you have been oh, unfriended. 19. So. 19. Nice. Eddie. Again, you guys roll good because my cleverness oh. is a 16. Yeah, Eddie, like, you know what would go great with shutter speed? Pog. Yeah. Whoa. Like, so I, retro. Yeah, you can I make get some own, pictures like, of me with the pogs and playing that. It can really bring this back again. Yeah. Too bad. So many followers. The, too bad when you try the door, it's like locked. Do any of us hear him trying a door? No, I don't. Or yeah. is it not a door directly to our area? I mean, quickly get very angry and start bashing on the door as hard as I can. Uh, you've been taking a lot of selfies. And you kind of didn't eat breakfast, so they, uh, your friends, do hear a door handle jiggle, but kind of soundproof. So you yell, no one's going to hear you. Like, but you do hear a door handle jiggle, but that could be Mike. Hey Eddie, where are you? We got this whole competition going on here, man. Uh, Eddie, where, where are you? I'm with shirts. That's not ominous at all. Hey e- Eddie, Eddie, hog tournament. I'm trying to get you there. Where? Where can I meet you so that you can get you and your shutter speed? Oh, I'll bring him back. Alpha's going to be big again. Right on top. Okay. Um, is, is, is Goldar still in front of us? Uh, Goldar is on the escalator across the room, but uh, you know how Putty is, like, trying to open the roll cage? And, like, it's very much like a Night of the Living Dead type moment. Yeah, that's uh, They all kind of have clothing things that kind of look like people you know, but you could also, like, Jane, did you tell them the one in the black 
Thing, yeah, I said I said something that that Alex about Alex. Um, yeah. So, hey, uh, Brick Fenwick must have had a shutter speed because you definitely see a couple of baseball uniforms. Especially there's a couple of theater kids. One of them has a very distinct like uh, armband regimen thing that they do with like arm warmers, which is weird, but a theater kid thing. Yeah. There are definitely people that you all know from school that are apparently putties and are trying to get into this shop in order to putty overize you, I guess, for lack of better terminology. I'm going to say to the group that I think that the key to these things has to be the shutter speed. And I think if we destroy the shutter speeds, then the people will go back to normal, probably. I hope so, but... They seem pretty uh, powerful, especially since, like, you know, I don't know, like, they just kind of were trying to take one and you couldn't find it. Hey, Mike, where'd you go, bud? I think something went strange. Yeah, the door's stuck. Um, I, well, yeah, I mean, we don't want to hurt them. So if we can, like, maybe try and just kind of, like, um, dodge their attacks and not attack them back. Um, well, the roll cage is down, right? So they can't get to us right now. Is that correct? Uh, yet? Yeah, not yet, but it's it's shivering and shaking. It's, it's okay. doing its job, but it does have a stress in it, as Leslie has found out. Recently. Okay. Is the roll cage made of metal? Uh, it's one of those roll cages where it's like metal, little metal bars, but they're like not very heavy. Right. So like, right. hands are going through them, like right. you're feet every now and okay. then. Uh, I think uh, I'm going to morph. Yeah, morphing sounds yeah. a pretty good idea. Yeah. <laughs> Even though the manager's still in the office? Uh, no, he, he's in the back. He's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike, yeah he, Mike's he, doing his own thing. Done and it's run. morphing time. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely morphing time. All right. Well, you know that's not how it works in this game, right? I need a little right. bit more than just kind of, okay, we're going to morph again. So... Especially if you would like to do <laughs> I, I do. Yeah, I think Cecily should take the uh, the lead on this one. Okay, well, Cecily is going to take a deep breath, toss her hair back, and go, okay, guys, it's morphin' time. And she's going to go into her little magical girl sequence of unicorn power uh, as beautiful blue glitter dissipates around her and she emerges as the blue ranger in her little skirt. And you used blue unicorn power to do that, correct? I did. Blue unicorn power. Okay. Fabulous. Uh, and then whatever order anyone yeah. besides Eddie wants to go in because Eddie, you're still stuck in the closet. I have shutter speed. I'll, have go, shutter next. Speed. Uh, I'll go next. Uh, go ahead, Brick. I'll whip out my morpher and I'll uh, yell... Uh, Pink Falcon power! Sparks of pink lightning surround. I, I picture Brick, like, verbally makes the sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? You can't say nothing to Brick because when he comes out, nope, he's more awesome. he's got his new gold shield. Yeah, shield, so, so like, you right, can't say uh, nothing to Brick. There's like a pink lightning bolt that comes oh, down man, and encapsulates awesome. me and I got I I'm the pink ranger and then all this like little golden beetle crawls up my leg and lands on my chest and then expands into a sick looking gold scarab shield 
and now my armor has like gold highlights in it and stuff. Man, I look sweet. It, he, he might vocalize like the background chord and everything, but he does it in such a way that you feel like you're an idiot for not thinking of doing that yourself. <laughs> oh, no, no, I totally do. Yeah, um, definitely feel like I should. Yeah, I'm also going to do a cool martial arts pose when I come out of the lightning, too. Like a... <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, while you are posing, Jane, would you like to become the Red Ranger? I would like to become the Red Ranger, so I will okay. grab my Morpher Red T-Rex power and then Red Swirly and... It's not nearly as cool as Brick, but it gets the job done. You'll get there. Uh, Quentin, how about yeah. Yellow Kitty Power? I'll morph and everything and uh, kind of go down into a crouch position and head towards the, uh, the little shutter for the store. So here's some fun information. Because in Ranger lore, when you become a Ranger, there's a lot of grid energy that goes into that. So some of it has to go like behind you in like an explosive force. Mm-hmm. So a couple of things happen at once. One is that the explosive force of becoming a ranger takes out those roll cages, like okay. paper mache. And the oh. other part of it is, is when brick you do it because uh, you have a grid relic on you. Because this scarab beetle shield is a grid relic, it emits extra energy, and it breaks the shutter speed. But that doesn't do anything to the putties. Oh, man. They were the MacGuffin, though. Were they? Um, I thought so. Uh, okay. What? Um, what didn't work? I broke a shutter speed. And but wait. But no, that doesn't. It doesn't matter because that one wasn't like used. It was just like a random shutter speed, right? The one that hasn't been used mm-hmm. yet in the store. Hard to say. I mean, the shutter speed teleported Eddie. We've done that to someone else. Yeah, but I. We were, we're in the shutter speed store, though, aren't we? You are, in fact. In fact, you were being beset by buddies. So I'm going to need everyone to roll initiative, if you please. Oh, no. We can't hurt them, guys. No, they're our friends. Um, I mean, you can tell me I can't hurt them, but... And Jane got a 19 on her initiative. Uh, Quentin got a 20. Just to put me in the sequence, do you want me to roll it all? Not yet. You have a there. couple choices to make, Eddie, and we're going to get Oh, I got a four. <laughs> uh, Cecily got a four. Brick, you got a ten. Yes. Um, okay, so here's the fun thing about Goldar. Goldar has a power um, called... What is the name of it? It's actually called a perk when they have it, when they're that bad. Uh, Goldar has a perk called... Uh, commanding call so any threats uh, within their range gains a plus two to initiative so whatever the putties get it's going to have a plus two on it Golder is a support character Golder is also a big bad so they got a 13 which I thought was going to be higher but Quentin what you want to do I think, uh, can I split up my triple strike to three different targets? No, it's all on one target. It's all on one, so it's not like I can hit three putties. In no, that's turn. closer That's closer to Brick's volley shot. Gotcha. All right. Would I be able to do more than one with an extra attack, or is it still all on one? You can do more than one with an extra attack. Okay. So I'll do uh, my extra attack and uh, try to fight two 
buddies, or at least essentially I'm trying to stun the two buddies rather That's than it. actually hurt. Give this try. All right. Oh, did I use the right one? I have not seen a roll, so I don't know what you rolled. Oh, it didn't come through on your side. Yeah. I, I have the nest roll. Oh no, you did. Okay, it just okay. didn't give me the noise. You got a seven. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is good. You've learned something. They're very solid. In fact, they kind of remind you of what you experienced in the history museum. Hey guys, I, I don't think we have to worry about hurting them. They're rocks. Yeah, Jane, you definitely just heard Quentin say you don't have to worry about hurting them. They're rocks. And it's your turn. Okay, how how close are the other rangers to me? Uh, you're all very close to each other. You're okay. the, it, it, Disney Store is not as big as it makes it seem in the implementers. You're you are all within reach of one another. Okay, I want to try to trip, and I want to try to trip as many of the buddies as I can to make them prone, but I don't want. I want to do it in such a way that I miss my rangers. Uh, then give me a mite for grapple. Okay. 16? Uh, 16, uh, since you're trying to trip them and not actually hit them, uh, you take down three putties, and like Quentin said, they are solid. Okay. Uh, yes. So the putties go next. Uh, Cecily, you remember how, like, uh, when we started our adventure, the first putty you met by yourself, you took out their heart. I did do that. Yeah. It seems like the putties really are not happy with you and don't seem to know why, but they're definitely like three of them are coming to tackle you. Um, <laughs> so they have a, like a martial arts skill oh. uh, that is going to be used against your toughness to see if they can like knock you through. Okay. Uh, they have a feed for me. They do. What is your toughness? My toughness is uh, to 14. Okay. Yeah. You're uh, under like three putties. Great. You love, you love to hear it. They're heavy. Was that your toughness with your armor? Oh, no, it's not. Oopsie. It's scary to say that. Okay. I'm a little, I'm a I little. I was surprised, but I was like, sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's not it. Let's no? see. Sorry, I just had the wrong thing up. <laughs> oh, that's a sixteen. Okay, uh, they 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 try. Save one, one of them out of three does end up tackling you down. Um, but it's kind of distracting because this is your friend from the theater department that has like arm warmers on. So like you know this person personally. Cecily, have you checked your Discord? Um, I can. I was not. Let I me check. You might want. I will check my Discord. Yeah, no, that's Rick. exactly what I was gonna do because I was waiting for my my roll, my time. Yes. Is it my time now? Uh, it could be your time if you so wish. Before we go on to Rick, I will let you have because I'm the good. Okay. Well, I want to use my power, my uh, my mnemonic recall. I have the power access. The flow of historical details etched into the flow of the Morphin grid. So I want to spend one power and I want to figure out where this started and who started it. 
the details surrounding how we got here. All right. So this doesn't give you all the details. This is just your personal history in the past 30 days. Okay. Uh, but your personal history is very useful. Uh, you were at the Natural History Museum, and you looked up and noticed the fabulous glittering tundra above the atrium. And you know Latin. So the words, potentia tian et pluvei saves. Please, all Latin majors, don't come after me for butchering that, I'm sure. You know what that means. And what does that mean to Coco? The power of thunder and rain. I'm going to say that to whoever's closest to me. I'm like, the power of thunder and rain. We need to get them wet. Okay. Is that what it is? Yeah. Power of thunder and rain. We need to get them in a storm. We need to get a storm. How can we get a storm? Doesn't this place have sprinkler system? My my grappler is fire. Can I hold it up? We are by a fountain. Uh, Brent, <laughs> you are hearing all this and you are up next. So you can decide how you participate or go. This is sprinkler system. <laughs> what, what are you thinking, Brent? Um, I want to find Eddie. How would you like to do that? Well, I noticed that what's his name? Michael went through that door. So I'm going to try. And... Okay. Uh, you the... see something to hit the sprinkler system. <laughs> yeah. You go through the door. You're just now in the back of the mall. Over the comms, Eddie can be heard uh, basically calling for Mike. Can I hear him, though? I don't think so. I'm going to... Not not like in the establishment, because it's unbroken, but through the comms was yeah, you my can hear him in the You can hear him in the comms. So it's very disconcerting. Uh, but there are no putties back here, which is kind of... Uh, yeah, I'm going to... No putties so far. Are there, are, there, are there doors I can check? Like, uh, None of the doors seem to have handles, which is not terrifying at all. And totally not a fire hazard. Um, well, then how did you get locked in then? Do any of the doors have, like, labels? Like, room closet or restroom? No, uh, there is, like, an arrow to, like, exit to, like, mall proper or whatever. Um, but, but yeah, none of the doors you pass seem to go uh, into any specific space, just a way back into the mall. Can I start kicking in some doors? Uh, if you'd like to kick in a door, please give me a... I'm going to say that's your foot, so it's a blunt weapon. Give me a might to try to kick in a door. Nineteen. Nineteen. Uh, you make a dent and you kick into a door and it's just like a shoe store. Okay. <laughs> can I move on to another door or is that going to take me to the next round? Uh, that will take you next round. You have exhausted your movement and now you've done a thing. So that is the end of the round. Cool. Uh, Cicely, would you yes. like to get up? I would. I want to try to get a sprinkler system going or some way to make this fountain uh, be fountain. And how would you like to do it? Can I, can I shoot it? Would that make it spring a leak? I, I don't know. Please I'm gonna, attempt to shoot the fountain if you I'm so going wish. to. I'm going to do it. I'm going to shoot We're the gonna fountain. We're going to see what happens. I am going to try. 
um, with my with my blade blaster. Like I'm gonna actually would it would I would yep. my blade itself be like strong enough to slice through it? It it is not close enough. You will have to do the rain. Okay. You're, you're just barely in. Okay. Rain. Okay. Then we're blasting it. That's a. That's a uh, targeting. Uh, targeting. For all of your range attacks. That is a six, and I failed. You failed. Uh, you did almost hit Goldar. Um, well, the escalator. So there's that. I have that. tried to fight him before. So it's true. He chuckles because you're still pro. So it seems uh, he did not think that you were going to do very well. She's gonna go. Somebody else try to get something water related going. Uh, yes, uh, Quentin. Uh, we are back yeah. at the top of the round, and you are first. All right. Hey, uh, Jane, can you use your fire to trigger the sprinkler system? I'm just gonna try. I don't know if it'll work, but... Can I Can I kind of hold my action until after? You, you can. Um, you could also... Do you have anything that would give Jane an edge for attempting to set up the sprinkler system, or anything uh, that would be useful in assisting Jane in the task that she has decided to undertake? Would that uh, require me taking my turn right now? Uh, no, this would be like a free action if you can think of something. I don't gotcha. actually know. Like it's it's kind of like academic. Do you have anything that will help? I I have uh, science with physics. Um, yeah, yeah, roll me a science with physics. Okay. Let's see if that if you can assist with the power of math. All right, twenty one. Twenty one. So I'm going to lay some uh, science down towards Jane. Yeah. These sprinkler systems are not made for the thing that you want to do. The trajectory of how Jane would have to hold her grappler uh-huh. doesn't make sense. But you know, uh-huh. Jane throws her grappler toward the fountain, both because of its reach and because of Jane's skill handling a power weapon, that there's a good chance she could at least create steam, even if she misses it. Uh, Nice. So it's okay. very possible. So yeah, I'll direct her towards the fountain then. All right. Uh, and so, Jane, now it's your turn. What would you like to do? I want to try to throw my grappler in the fountain to create steam. So this is not, I'm not going to make this a targeting because it's really not targeting. Okay. Uh, this really is more basically using your power weapon in reverse instead of manipulating a bad guy to go somewhere else you're manipulating your grappler to go to a different place if that makes sense so i am going to have you use might which is your power weapon okay um now i have a question before i do this the story point that i used for persuasion is this still the same scene or since we're in combat is it a different scene just in case i mess up this is a new scene okay okay just check it Please let me roll well. Do I get an edge because Quentin gave me the information or no? You do get an edge. Yes. Um, 21? 21. Uh, you make this a Goldar very displeased because you have a lot of, like, Alex is a gear friend. And, like, there are other gear friends here. But Alex is right near the fountain. So you are very invested in making this happen. Um, you don't know where Eddie is. You know the brick like went down some other door, and you've got to do something. You're the Red Ranger. This is like, this is like 
shake and bake go moment. And you, your grappler lands with the edge on the lip and dips down into the water and creates this like cloud of steam and water, like a little indoor raid. And uh, Goldar does not like that because like the five people near the fountain, including Alan, half turn back to me. Not complete. Uh, but it's, it's a start. Um, and they just kind of fall into a slumber, you're hoping. is kind of faint. Um, which is really nice. It's, it's a start. But Goldar did not like that. So Goldar is going to enter the fight. Eddie, uh, from back in this locked storeroom, you hear Goldar's laughter and Goldar pounces, shaking the ground, essentially. Uh, and it vibrates. Not enough that anyone's going to fall over. It's like a psychic vibration of Goldar trying to be intimidated. And you hear Goldar's laugh. And yeah, you've got shutter speed, but like there's like a memory in the back of your mind. Something, Something's not right here. Okay. And I'm going to give you a turn to get out of this closet if you want. It's up to you what happens. Okay. Uh... For the sake of Patrick Ryan, the individual, I could easily see a lot of fun going either direction. So with your input on it, I would like to leave it up to a roll of some kind. And what would be appropriate if I do that? What is your strongest action currently? If you had uh, to do a skill check with your best chance of success, what would you roll? That'd be might. Okay. So you have shutter or maybe it has you. But you know, before Shutter Speed, before all of this started, this morning even, God, it seems like days, weeks, months ago, at the end of that tunnel in your mind that you're thinking, there's something cooler and stronger than Shutter Speed. You don't take pictures of it because you don't need to, but you created something, or something was created for you. You've never been quite clear on it, but it's for you. It's not something anyone else has. It's not something that matters as much to anyone else. It matters to your friend. Teammate? Compatriot? Roll Mike. I'm going to use a story point on that. My initial I, roll was seven. I would suggest that. So let's go ahead and cue that up. 21. Hey. 21. So you can decide how much you want to do this, but Goldar has personally been sent to deliver these shutter speeds. That much is um, Rita just doesn't get her hands messy in anything. Goldar's laugh is offensive. It hurts everybody's ears. It's cocky. And you have been messed with. Eddie, these are your friends. There are people counting on you. And, I mean, it's kind of silly, isn't it? Taking pictures of yourself? Like, what, you're going to throw everything that you've worked for off because you wanted to be a koala? What are the dudes in your, like, magic society going to think about you, like, not being there in the moment you need it? I'm going to kind of, like, look at the, the sheets, like, look at the shutter speed, and I'm going to look around for the um, uh, the Mastodon medallion. It's with you. It's always with you. You just haven't been looking at it. Uh, and then with that, um, the intention would be to kind of just toss aside the sheets and uh, grab the medallion in one hand, kind of look at the medallion and then the shutter speed like the other, set down the speed, the shutter speed, and then shake my head. All right. Time to get serious. 
left Mastodon power. And attempt to morph. Uh, you morph. Uh, you morph so hard that you knock the door off its hinges. Uh, Quentin, you just get out of the way. Nice. Of the door, knocking off its hinges. Uh, Eddie, that. I want you to take us. I want you to go running, and I want you to roll another might with an edge. Take a swing at Goldar. Um, may I have the privilege of also utilizing a PowerPoint to um, empower said weapon? I would recommend that. So, it would be a plus two ship. So, I'll be spending that PowerPoint, and uh, the weapon itself is sheathed in a very um, concentrated, like, glow of energy through the process. All right. Well, I- Give me that might roll with an edge, uh, and then it's a shift up, so it's... Oh, well, a total of two shifts up because of the um, the two abilities stacking on each other. And Most I got importantly, the 23 is quite impressive. Uh, you cleave right into one of Goldar's wings. And he growls, and it sounds like a wolf growl. Um, and he goes, you! Oh, we almost had you. Oh, you rangers never learn! <laughs> um, and then he kind of howls, uh, both in pain and takes a step back. And through the ceiling crashing comes Rita Repulsa's scepter. You've never seen it, but there's nothing else it could be. What else would it be? Crashes to the floor of the mall, and there's this great shaking and lightning, and it blinds you all for a second, um, except for Brick, because you're behind them all right now in a utility hallway. Um, and, like, then there is a giant Goldar breaking through the roof of the Angel Grove Mall. <laughs> um, I'm gonna see that from my behind-the-mall vantage point. Yeah, and, it's it, it's um, very hard to ignore. Um, yes, definitely. And I'm going to go on my communicator and be like, um, am I seeing this right? Is he giant? Yes. Yes, he is. That's, oh, boy. That's one big, mean dog. Okay, so here's what he I gorilla? would like. I thought he was like a dog gorilla. Yeah, he's like. I don't know. Like, he's got really long, dark hair. I, it's hard to tell what he is. He's got a gold armor. That's Regardless, all. Regardless, I think it's time for us to call the Zords. Yeah. So before you call the Zord, because that is what's going to happen, I would like that to happen. Before you call the Zord, um, Ed, Eddie is here now. Um, Eddie, is there anything you'd like to say to your friend? Um, actually, I was just in the middle of kind of like drafting something up, so I'll okay. basically just try to improv it at the moment. I mean, I can let you have that. I'll let everyone start calling the Zords. Yeah, yeah, give me a moment to try it. to finish okay. this. Yeah, so we'll do, we'll do this in order if you'd like to call your Zords. Remember, they do take three turns after you call them um, to get there. But it's okay. We can start right now. Uh, and so that would be Quentin. Quentin, you went that turn, right? Uh, I held my action after Jane. Well, How Jane did the, went. All right. Did she make steam? All right. She made steam. So I'm going to have Brick go first. Okay. Technically. So, yes, Brick, you have there's giant Goldar head, um, and suddenly there's a skylight in this utility hall. Yeah, um, I'm gonna do a little pose and uh, call for my. Uh, we need Pink Falcon Zord power now. 
and uh, hopefully he comes soon. It's true. You can also move if you'd like to rejoin your friends. Yeah, I would like to get back to the group. Yes, I. um, Yes, you're gonna come around. That Eddie's door was like in the same. I thought he was like in the back. I know, and I didn't stop. Um, (laughs) So the the one thing about this brick is you're gonna come out in like not quite next to the shutter speed door. So the other part of it is that like you're gonna see the effect of what Jane did on your next turn while you're waiting for Pink Falcon. Uh, by the way, uh, you do get a downshift when you try to attack powering enemies, but you can still try to attack them while you're waiting. Uh, so just so everyone knows. Uh, so Brick, you're running to rejoin the group you've called Pink Falcon. Uh, Leslie, it's your turn. Um, I am going to call for my blue unicorn power, Lady Alamathia. Let's get it going. Okay. Uh, you can move or take any free action right now. Um, I think that everything's handled at the moment that I need to. So I am just going to stand it ready with my uh, blade blaster in hand. Uh, Eddie, roll me initiative because we're now um, going to back top the round and I want you to get in here. Um, 14 for the initiative and then back to this little thing. Okay, and then when we get to you next round, you can do and say whatever yep. you're going to do. Uh, Quentin! Uh, yeah. you, almost got, you almost got smushed by a door. But more importantly, oh. giant gold eye. Yes. Uh, welcome back, Eddie. Uh, I'll shout at his direction and then uh, be uh, yellow sword power and call out for uh, Diego, my big saber tooth. Jane, you've created steam. Eddie made Goldar mad, and now there's a large Goldar, which is something. Um, I am gonna call my sword. So, um, uh, Red Rexy to me now, and then um. How do we get my grappler back? Do I actually have to, like, go down there and pick it up? Or does it, like, magically appear back at me? It can, like, magically appear like you're calling it. Um, okay. You could boomerang it if you wanted to, but that would actually, like, take another round. So you can okay. magically call it back, and you can, like, boomerang try and hit the putty from. But, yeah. Um, I'll just magically call it back. Okay. And if I need to throw it again, I can. Um, That's it. Yeah. Eddie? You are next. Uh, so, um, after the uh, big dramatic entrance and the uh, axe back out, just kind of relax, roll my uh, head around, kind of like um, getting my body warmed up again, kind of uh, snapping some cobwebs out. Um, I'm already pretty cool. I'm going to do my best in school. I'm not worried about being a fool. I have my family. I've got a great friend group. I get to learn some mad skills. I have grid power. <laughs> Come on, it's not for easy thrills. Come on, the future is ours to protect. We are the Power Rangers. And uh, after that, I'll um, call for the uh, my Mastodon's or That. Um, take a story point for that. That was that was great. Um, okay, uh, Goldar. Growls, all of you, I want you to give me, um, actually, I'm going to roll it for him. This intimidation is going to be against whatever your current toughness is. Um, let me see if he has any. Uh, all right. 
but he has a pretty high intimidation. We're going to see... This is going to be against your toughness. He's trying to intimidate you into skipping around. And if your toughness is 17 or below, uh, you will do nothing that round. Did, did anyone's toughness uh, take a hit? Was anyone 17 or below? Because you got to... Mine was yep. 17. Okay. Yeah, you're, you're stunned. Um, yeah. he, he is very, like, it's not cartoonish now. Like, it is very unsettling. But you've also pulled your sword, so. Uh, yeah, but next round, uh, you'll both just kind of be frozen in fear as Brick, you're next. Uh, was my, was I affected by that toughness? Uh, you're, you're kind of off to the side, so I'm going to say no. So have I rejoined the group yet, or do I still Uh, you can see the group. You're just not quite there. Yeah, like, like, Goldar is closer to you than you are to the group. Um, oh, I'm, but I'm like, closer to Goldar. I'm close to Goldar? Uh, well, his foot. Oh, well, he's giant. I mean, he's very tall. So you're very close to his foot. Never mind. As I said, you can all still try to do things to Goldar with your weapons. It's just a downshift because he's out. But like you could still try it. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for something. Great. I'm gonna attempt to uh, attack this big toe, whatever. Golden booted shoes. He's still in the mall with this? Is he like... Uh, he's he's still currently in the mall. He has no reason not to be in the mall. He's just... Malls don't mean anything to him. No, I understand. I was just trying to make sure that my, I got the framing right in my mind. Yep. Um, and then my volley shot, can I... Is that... Can I, like... Um, uh, can I... Is that... Does that have to be separate enemies? Enemies or... That can be all one enemy. That's like a choice you make when you do the volley shot. Um, so I'm going to do a, a volley shot onto my car. I'm level six, which means that I get three shots at him. Right, um, as Mike would. I'm, gonna, I'm also going to use. I'm also going to spend a grid point because um, I think that's what penetrating shot is. Uh, penetrating shot, yes, probably does I have. Use a, I use a power point. When using volley shot and an amount of power points, you determine one or more edges. What if I add more power points? Do I get more edge? Yeah, and then it just then it just goes up in shifting, really, at that point. Let me double check penetrating shot from what's thing. Yeah, so basically, when you do it, you spend the number of power points, and then each one will shift up another level. Uh, for your penetrating shot. Yeah. Okay, cool. So that's going to be three shots. <laughs> Great. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. You have to hit You have to hit 21. So 21? Yeah. This is Goldar. Man, he's a big boy, huh? Uh, yeah, well, definitely, for sure. But currently right now, yes. Uh, uh, targeting, okay, yes. Is that his evasion or toughness? Doesn't That's matter. Toughness. Skill shift is. Um, how many power points do I have? Four. You have four. How many do you want to use? I don't know. 
it's, the, la- it's the last episode. Um, it is, but, but I don't want to. Should we all have four? Uh, everyone has different, but I think at this point you all should probably have four parts. Something, something close. Sorry, I still have two on my sheet, so I just want to make sure. So you would start the episode with four because they regenerate episode to episode. But yeah, you, you should all have you should all have four bases to start off with with the episode, and then you just decide how to use them. They just don't regenerate until after the episode. Sorry, Sorry for the interruption. But... No, you're fine. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna use two. So okay. would that be a would that be a plus two or is that um, a D four? Uh, what is your targeting currently? My targeting is a like what what um it's a D ten. Okay, so it's D twelve, and then does it give you any option above D twelve? Because this is where we start going up in the dice. Level. Well, I'm in the skill shift area of the roll. Oh, so uh, yeah, so plus two because then that should yeah plus two. Yeah, that should that should do it. I hope it does. It should. After D twelve, it should be two D eight. Yeah. That's okay. Great. That's what. That's good. Yes. Now we're going up the dice ladder. We're we're in uncharted territory. Brick has uh, breached new ground. It's true. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. That. Please tell the audience what you received for that. What you get? What you get? I got a thirty-two. Amazing. <laughs> Holy you crap. got a 32. I freaking that. 32, that is what that is. I mean, he's huge and hard to miss. So the 32 is ap- as apropos. Goldar does have quite a bit of health, but you've knocked that down, and he stumbles back, and Goldar, uh, on wings, you didn't actually know worked, kind of flies up to the top of a parking structure and draws his sword and growls um, like Godzilla would. To say Godzilla, but good job, Brick. Uh, good job, Brick and Eddie for both uh, making Goldar very angry and very hurt. Good job, everyone. Yeah. Cecily, love to see it. You just saw all of that. <sighs> I'm gonna be like, wow, we that was some incredible whatever that was. Um, we're still like a few steps off of uh, good old. Yes, at the top of the round, your zords will be appearing. Perfect. Essentially. Um, I don't really know what else I can do right now. Um, you I can always, finish. yeah, you can always hold if you want to. Um, try and save some more. Putty. Yeah, Goldar yeah, doesn't to... care about the putty. So yeah. Yeah, I'll try to save some putty people. Um, swoop in and you know atone for the sins that I've done against the putties in the past. There you go. Please atone with, we'll say this is might, because we'll use grappling, because you're trying to baptize them in small fountain water. It sounds weird to say, but it's grappling to atone with the baptism by small fountain water. Do it. Do it. Like, proper team you are. This is for that buddy that I took their heart out, and it didn't work. I got a six. It's a six. It was a noble effort, though, and it's something to do. Um, and you hear the uh, winning nay of Almathea on the horizon. I hope I said that right. Oh, you did. You did a great job. You did better than I did. Great. Wonderful. That's good. Okay. Uh, Quinton, uh, you hear Diego. Um, You see Diego, uh, but you're a little shaken and intimidated. Uh, So 
if you give me, um, and Jane, you'll do this well. If you'll give me a, give me a, give me an intimidation roll of your own to see if you can beat uh, the intimidation. See if you can basically beat your own time. Uh, it sounds weird. Give me an intimidation roll, and then if it's similar or higher uh, than your toughness, then you come out of it. Does that make sense? It made sense in my head. Two. Uh, suffice it to say, you see Diego, but things things are pretty bad. The mall is destroyed. No free pretzels. Everything is sad. Uh, At least for this. Uh, how far away is Diego? Uh, you can see Diego. Diego's like, hey, bro, what's going on? Diego's just like waiting for you. All right. Uh, everybody else is getting into their zords and everything already. Uh, not yet. You're the you're the you're top the top of the, the round. Gotcha. Oh, Nice. All right. Like, oh, I better get some pizza still after this, and I'm going to hop into Diego. Uh, you were not able to hop into Diego because you were still intimidated. Okay. Uh, that was what the roll was for, to see if you could shake gotcha. off the intimidation and get in your sword. Uh, Jane, would you like to try to get into your, to get into Rexy? I would. All right. See if you can hop into Rexy. Give me an intimidation 23. 23. That should beat your own toughness. It absolutely um, beats my own toughness. I wish yes. my toughness was that high. Um, yes, I would like to get into Rexy, please. You have your heart of the cards Yu-Gi-Oh moment, and you see Rexy, and you are able to... How do you get into Rexy? Have you uh, have you decided a elegant way to do it? Are you just like jumping into the head? Or are you like I really want a cool tail? way to do it, but you know I'm short and Rexy is really tall because he's a T Rex. Um, so I'm just gonna say there's like a little elevator in, in like his back foot that I can like walk into and then go up. That's fair. That's everything you need. Um, Eddie, you end up. Uh, you see your beloved Mastodon, whose name I wrote down. Brent. Brent, you see Brent. Uh, there is Brent. Uh, Brent, the vibe is there. Brent does not feel any differently about you. Brent knows you are human. Um, would you like to get into Brent? Sure thing. Do you have a special way that you get into Brent? Yeah, uh, we'll say like Mastodon shows up, uh, earthquaking kind of thing. Um, the uh, ground kind of fissures underneath me and springboards me up, and I backflip onto the top of him. All right, that, that I love that. Um, Goldar is annoyed and tries to take a swing, specifically at Brent because actually specifically at Diego because Diego is not closest but is not necessarily moving, waiting for Quentin. Quentin, you wince as Diego takes a sword across the broad side of the body. Oh. Uh, Brick, you've just seen your friend Zord take a sword to the broadside. Uh, oh no! Um, is my is my Falcon Zord here? Yeah, your Falcon Zord. Uh, I know that you have like you had like jumping thing. You had an elevator. You were trying out. Uh, you've been workshopping with like Alpha on occasion. Now that you're back, so like. Did you, did you decide how you how you kind of want to get into your falcon cockpit? I am always going to jump into the falcon cockpit. That's how it's always going to happen. Are you doing like the uh, like back back uh, backwards like water slide where you like put your arms across your chest and like jump up like a backward water slide type thing? Yeah, it's it's like a it's like a backflip in the air 
you know, and I land into the cockpit of the Zord, very Which is appropriate. Remember, everybody else uses driving for movement in their Zord. You use acrobatic. Because you're the Falcon, the winged lord of the sky. Um, uh, so I'm going to jump into my Zord, and can we attack on this turn, or is just getting into our Zord turn? Getting into your Zord takes your takes your action, yeah, because it takes it it takes the moment and the time, which is why it was um, actually. I'm going probably- to imagine that I'm going like after my um, after uh, after I ran up a wall and did a cool jump and s- smacked Goldar with three of my volley shot pink lightning bolt energy blasts. I'm gonna land in like a stance, and then I'm going to look up and I'm going to see the falcon sword swoop down and it's going to go and I'm going to go and I'm going to just drop something excuse me and I'm going to I'm going to jump up and do my little flip and land in the cockpit of my falcon sword Goldar really does not like that something is reaching besides him growling and so like Goldar growls back but it's not his turn so he can't attack so it's not an intimidation it's just Goldar Cecily your unicorn has arrived Almathea is here it's a a theatrical little experience you know because I get to kind of I think I try to like get on the back but then I get into the cockpit like it's like it looks like I'm going to ride but then I like slide in that makes sense yeah like the saddle part would like lift up and then I'd go under um that's what I'm picturing and I am gonna try and attack uh with my uh horn attack you cannot do anything yet. Uh, oh, I uh, can't. Getting oh, in. Getting in is its own thing. Sorry. Getting in is its own thing. Um, for anyone wondering, I did just roll something. I will tell you what I rolled afterward as a mechanical thing. Uh, but, Quentin, it is your turn. You are no longer intimidated. Diego just, like, took, like, a sword to the side of themselves for you, essentially. Oh, no. Thank, uh, thank you, Diego. Uh, yeah, I'm going to try to uh, flip up into uh, the cockpit of Diego and uh, yeah, uh, kind of assess yeah, I'm not... the damage then. Is he, is he doing alright after that sword strike? Or? He's doing okay. He looks more angry than anything. Uh, you're able to maneuver around. I'm not going to make you uh, do a drive thing for that. Uh, we are going to run a little long tonight because I do have a thing that I want you to do as rangers that you have not done before. Uh, you probably know what it is. If you haven't figured it out, you will shortly. Jane, what would you like to do? I would like to use uh, my volcano stare and do laser eyes at Goldar. I believe I the volcano stare laser eyes is a targeting. It is a ranged attack. Target that Goldar. Thanks for mentioning that. Yeah, so now you are, so that be both evasion and toughness. Now evasion is back into play because you're equal size now. Uh, but you do hit Goldar. Uh, you hit Goldar's square in the eyeballs with your volcano stare. It's very satisfying. 
Um, yeah, really good. Yeah, but it, and Goldar staggers back and hits a couple of Teslas that explodes under his feet. Um, but he doesn't notice them because he's doing. Uh, Eddie, it is your turn. Um, uh, gotten to Brent. Uh, like, nice to see you, buddy. Let's uh, um, then uh, charge at Goldar with the tusks, or basically try to. Eddie does that triumphant mastodon air blast thing that I don't know how else to do explain. Trumpeting kind of reverse ground shakiness. You do have terrain issues because you are not as high as Goldar. They're on top of a party structure. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want you to do this with a snap, but still roll for whatever your tusks are with. Do? Um, does the, like, strength grid power um, shift up that I get when I morph apply to the Zord at all, or no? It does not. Cool. Not that I understand it. I could be wrong. Ryan Steele, if you're listening and I'm wrong, let me know. I'm wrong about so many things, but just let me know. Oh, what? you got a 20. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, you got a 22, so uh, you uh, you actually don't hit Goldar. Uh, you hit the ground beneath Goldar like you would with your axe, like you've been trying to concentrate more on doing with your axe. And you actually, like, you don't send him prone, but you send him off tilt, uh, which is very satisfying and will keep him from acting this uh, I'll take it. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Brick, Falcon, Winged Lord of the Skies, how will you take out Goldar? Um, I'm going to ask. So I have the I have the freeze powers, right? Yep, that's what you chose. Um, you actually add- have a thing where you can change it. You don't have to use freeze the whole time. Um, I have to look no, I'm down. I'm down with the freezing. I'm just. Okay. Um, my question is, uh, does that power translate to my Zord as well? So, or does it? Um, is it just so, like when I'm in my when I'm more using my weapon? So, uh, your Zord is different from your power weapon, but in this case, your Zord as a Falcon comes with this thing where when you're using whatever your like beam shot things are called, uh, you can actually switch the type of damage you do. So you don't have to do cold damage with it, but you can choose to. You can do lightning, you can do fire, you could do, uh, you can't do poison, because I don't know how I'd do that. Because that would be like a fog, I guess, I don't know. Uh, but so like, you could do basically any energy type attack, because it's all coming from the same. Uh, yeah, cool. Um, so I'd like to use my freeze power blasts um, with my Ooh. lightning cannon on my, uh, on my little falcon boy. Use that cannon! Use that cannon! <laughs> That's a sick What? No uh, way. Okay. Use so, that story point. Use that story point. Use uh, that I'm not going to let you uh, for a reason that will become, it will become apparent. It's going to be really cool, I promise. Uh, you were just doing a barrel roll and like you just aimed wide, uh, but you hit like two other Teslas in the parking lot and they explode next to Goldar's. So, like, bad day for Tesla, great day for you. Tesla's. Cecily, what would you like to do? I want to use my horn attack. I would love that journey for you. Please use your horn attack. I want to use my horn attack. I do. I've been very excited about it. I have a unicorn horn, and I want to use it. 
All right, and that's gonna be. I got a nine. You got a nine. Uh, it's weird to rain. Um, Eddie didn't do you any favors. You thought there was a ramp, and there wasn't. So, like, your aim was a little wide. You did hit the fountain and shower a couple of other um, putties. So now there's less putties, but there are still putties. At least uh, I'm helping. You're helping, Vaguely. which is good. You actually help more than you know. Help. Uh, so at the start of this round, I want to let you know about the fix that I wrote. So in order to create a Megazord, it's a 1d6 that I roll, as I understand it. And the number I land on is how long it takes for that Megazord to form. Because this is your first time I'm doing it a little differently in a way that makes sense to me. Uh, and so after Jane goes, I'm going to tell you what happened. But Quentin and Jane, you're both going to go like normal. And then something amazing is going to happen to someone. Someone's going to roll it, but we'll see. So, Quentin, you're in Diego. What would you like to do to deal with Goldar? All right. Um, I just imagine this as like a nobody makes me bleed my own blood kind of moment. Right. My name is Quentin Turner. You hurt Diego. Prepare to die. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I... Uh... With a laser tail, you can shoot someone with it because it's a tail that shoots a laser. Gotcha. Um, I think that's what the technical manual says. It actually like has like a scorpion right. thing, so depending upon how you're standing, the tail will move. So like ah, nice. correctly, which is nice. Uh, you have like a little weird steering wheel on the side of your console that you do that with, um, and it's labeled tail maneuverance gear. So, like, it's very yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to hit the keys uh, to uh, shoot Goldar in the face with my laser tail. Awesome. Please shoot Goldar in the face with your laser tail. That's a 17. 17. It bounces off of his armor. You are very Ow. close. Very close. Uh, I should have known gold would reflect light like that. It's true. It's like a freaking Green Lantern. Jane, what yes. would you like to do? Am I close enough to use my 15 reach claws to swipe? No. Okay. Darn. Um, you're going to like the reason why. So don't okay. say darn until you know. But okay. no, you're not. You're just not that close. Then I'm going to do laser eyes again. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're here. I mean, they're effective claws. If it was anything else, the gold on. I got a nine. You got a nine. I like that you sound like Charlie Brown getting a rock at Halloween. <laughs> okay. So, cool. I will let you know what is happening now. So, Goldar is towering, not invincible, but tougher enemy than you've ever faced before. I want everyone, if your alertness is higher or your culture is higher, give me a roll. Is this in our sword or in our characters? Um, give me it from your character sheet. You are in your sword, but this is from your character sheet. Alertness or culture, whichever is higher. I rolled another nine. Am I able to use the story point to reroll that or no for reasons? If you have I also to, got a nine. If you have not used the story point this round and you would like to, to reroll this alertness or culture roll, please do so. 
I need someone to speed. I'm very remote. I need someone to speed. Come on, y'all. Rerolling, 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 rerolling. Culture. 20. Quentin got a 20. All right. Someone did it. Diego okay. seeks revenge. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, my Brick God. Got a 23. Brick did really well. It, did everyone roll or re-roll to their satisfaction? No. I mean, I, I've re-rolled, but there's nothing I can do. I mean, yeah, if you can course. get higher than a 23, this could happen to you instead of Brick. You want to go? No, I already re-rolled and I got a 9. So okay. it's not, you said to my satisfaction and I'm not satisfied. <laughs> no. Okay. I did not re-roll. So, I did a re-roll to get out of my little closet. Okay, so I'm going to give this partially to Quentin, mostly to Brick. So Quentin, you have noticed and said in the past, and you probably said a couple times since because you were very curious about it, why does your Zord carry compartments for the other Rangers? What is that about? Is it like an escape mechanism? Is it a safety thing? Why do they have seats in your Zord? And at the time you're asking yourself this because you'd like to be helpful. Brick, your medallion power coin in your belt buckle starts flashing and there's like this little place on your uh, cockpit dash it starts flashing. It's like a little um, cover that you couldn't do anything with, like it didn't move. Um, but now it's flashing and your uh, your uh, belt buckle is flashing. Um, my stuff is flashing. Should I press a button? Um, it's big and red, just do it. I'm going to do it. What's the worst that could happen? Oh, someone had to say it. It is not a button. When you open, uh, so the, the, the flashing beacon on the console command allows you to like open this thing and it's just like a circle. It was actually the circle inside that was flashing, it turned out. But it is flashing pink. And when you hold up your medallion. Um, My power coin, it fits right in there? Not quite yet. Hold on, just a second. You look <laughs> at your power coin and it seems to kind of like waver in and out of the dimension. Not in a like you're going to lose sort of way, but it's like it looks bigger than it should. And so you put your hand on it to try to like stabilize it. And it pulls your hand out to reveal a power crystal. And you hear Alpha's voice in your headset going, Ay, 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 Brick, what did you do? Your console is going crazy. Uh, I don't know, but my power coin just turned into a crystal. Should I put it in this hole that's blinking in my Zord? There is a pause, and you hear Zordon's voice more assured than you ever heard it. It is your destiny. All right. Brick Kerrigan, I want you to put your power crystal into your Falcon Zord. Guys, I'm so sorry that I roll all these fat numbers and <laughs> Look, someone had to do it just, I just feel i feel bad but um don't feel bad it's fine <laughs> someone was gonna do it it was gonna be quentin or you at that point so. right. right um i'm gonna take my power crystal and put it in my zord and um and what happens next we'll find out next no i'm not kidding we're, we're gonna do this all away. Um, okay so everyone you have a thing on your console you have not been able to figure out what to do with it doesn't open nothing happened with it it just kind of happens to be like a stylistic choice you guess now it's flashing your spectrum color and your medallion is flashing your spectrum color 
uh, we also going so, to ask questions? Or what you what also did you get do? crystals in the process? What? Um, my coin, I pulled my coin out of my buckle and it turned into a giant crystal and you know, when I when you're a kid and you put the round block in the round hole, I was just kind of like, maybe I should do that. And so I put it in and now my Zord is saying something like transformation in progress. I don't know, but uh, I think you guys should do the same thing. All right, I'm doing it. That makes no sense, but given everything I'm that's going on, that's got to be a good I'm thing. I'm just going to do it. Says, it says Megazord mode initiated. What? Yeah, that sounds badass. Okay, so so we're gonna get a, a mega falcon. So right? I mean, I want, I want a medallion. Be a mega thing. Do I get a black? Do I get a black crystal and I pull up medallion? Uh, because for for because the Power Ranger universe, black rangers are often like kind of just like purple or gold. Your crystal um, is more purple, but you know it's yeah, it's um, good purple, not evil purple. As soon as I get it, it's like well. Square peg, round hole, and shove it in. Yeah, no, it fits there. It's supposed to go there. Uh, Eddie, you, yours kind of starts like you like hear like a bell in your sword, but it's not like an alarm bell. It's like a you know, Clarence got his wings kind of. It's a Wonderful Life bell, or like Link smashing pop. If that's a good sound, I don't actually know. Especially, uh, did you Oopies. do the thing? Oh, definitely. I'm like, well, I've done worse things. So let's go for it. <laughs> uh, you, when you put yours in, you get Megazord sequence initiated across across your screen. But there's a compartment that opens up, and there's a glove that pops out of it for you. A glove? Yeah, take hold of the glove. Like put it put it on your put it on your left hand because you're left-handed. Uh, That's what you told me. Yes, I am left-handed. On your left hand, Jane. What are you doing? I mean, if all the cool kids are doing it, Jane's going to do it too. So she's going to pull out her coin and get her crystal and put it in the hole. Rexy gives a mighty, mighty roar. Quentin, what do you do? Uh, yeah, I'm going to take out the coin in hopes that it turns into like yellow crystal and uh, look for where the hole is. Yours is not a hole. Yours is more like a slot in a pinball machine. And as you ah. put your coin in, it seems to slide down somewhere and out of your console pop two kind of handles for uh-huh. your hand. And I want you to take those handles and I want you to pull them down. It doesn't take much muscle, but it takes some. All right. right. And you hear Megazord Secrets Initiated. There is a sound of like metal all around you. Uh, mm-hmm. And this kind of all happens in concert at once. The sides, the bottom, and the top of Diego open in a way that looks like it's designed to. And you hear Brit coming down. You hear Cecily from the left. You hear Jane from beneath you. And you hear Eddie from the right. And, like, kind of in concert, all of a sudden, you are no longer alone in Diego. You have formed your own personal Megazord with Diego as the uh, Diego as the body. Eddie, you're the right arm. Britt, uh, you are kind of like torso back up. It's hard to explain, but you like 
the wings I was wrapped ask, around. Am I wings? Am I wings on the back, or am I like wrapped around? Yeah. So your wings come down and wrap around, like you're creating the rest of the torso. Okay. Um, for for Jane, uh, whose legs create the legs of your Megazord. Um, and so I am going to reveal your prehistoric story. I put it somewhere. This was supposed to be like a really cool moment. And now I have Whose head, who, whose sword has the It was a really cool moment. Do you see underneath all the sword armor color information, something called prehistoric sword? I like how oh, one of yeah. the skills is just literally Jane, Eddie, Quentin, uh, Cecily, Brick. There is a reason for that. Each one of you controls something in this sword, and I will explain what you control. Jane, you control. This is athletics, um, and this is your cranial laser. You can use this once a scene, I believe it says, um, and you can do this sort of as a ranged attack but it's also like a laser, but you're also using kind of your claws. It, it will make sense when you see it, if you decide to use it. Uh, Brit, you have a targeted attack. Um, this is just a ranged attack, but it's magnificent. Eddie, you have, uh, your brawn is both offensive and defensive. And Cecily, that finesse, Mm. As soon as you put on that glove and get in that sword, a sword descends from the heavens on a thunderous cloud and lands right in front of the Megazord. Especially, Adwell, would you like to pick up the mythical thunder sword? For the oh, Megazord? would I ever. Uh, and because we've all been such a good sport. Let's go in order. Uh, Quentin, you are up first using the Megazord. Uh, Quentin, your job in the Megazord um, is a lot of piloting to make sure you're at a safe distance um, and to make sure other rangers feel supported. You have a dashboard that allows you to look at power levels and uh, damage. All right. You can decide how far away from um, Goldar you want to be, essentially. That, uh, that we all should be. I mean, you're all yeah. together in one space. Right, exactly. Also, hi, all your friends are in your vehicle with you, and you're yeah. all there together. I don't know if that has dawned on you yet. It's a like, party! Well, behind you. Awesome. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to Diego, I guess. Man, this is sweet. So, uh... Are we going in close? Uh, yeah, I mean, how else are we going to smack you with that sword? That, that's kind of what I was thinking. So I'm, I'm going to try to move in so that uh, the sword can be at range, essentially. All right. Uh, Jade, it is your turn. I would like to roll that athletics. All right. Okay. That athletics is the cranial laser. As soon as you roll that, uh, the Tyrannosaurus head will pop out and use the cranial laser. It will also give you a high vantage point to see if other enemies are going to appear. Are you kidding? Oh my goodness, I got a six. Uh, it's new. You try. You go wide. You hit another Sorry. Tesla, though. 
Like, Sorry, it's everyone. fine. You're, you're just hitting the Teslas today. That's perfectly fine. Um, Sorry, everyone. Okay, you're just doing God's work. It's all right, Eddie. Shane. No, go for it, Brick. Yeah, those are just oh, really expensive okay. cars. Don't worry about them. Uh, something tells me our first time piloting a Megazord is going to have a little, a few bumps in the road. Uh, yeah, let's just try to put more of the bumps on Goldar if we can. Yeah, I'm like, it's definitely a learning curve, and as long as we all learn together. Uh, yes, uh, speaking of learning together, hey, Eddie! So, Ooh. you are the right arm of the Zord. Um, your mastodon is, is head is kind of like a shield hand. Wonderful. And you know, it's one of those funny things when you have a sword. There's always going to be a shield, but a shield is a weapon in its own right. What would you like to do? Um, I'm going to position the arm between us and Goldar, obviously, um, and with the general intention, uh, if he can manage a swing, because um, obviously I've seen this in a million and a half video games, and I've done it a million and a half times myself, I will basically essentially intending to kind of like parry back whatever blow he um, tries to get down on us with the hopeful um, result of creating a very big opening for Cecily to do her magic. Which is exactly what Goldar does, because he's nothing if not transparent. That sword comes swinging down. Eddie, roll your brawn in your prehistoric sword to see if you uh, stop that blade. That's a 14. It hits. It's a mighty smack. The sword stumbles a little bit. Uh, Quinton, you have to do some fancy footwork to keep you all up, but it's not so bad that you can't do it. Uh, Goldar laughs pretty hard and says, you can't handle it. Look at that. You're all together. You're all going to perish together. Rita will take over this planet. Uh, Rick, he sounds pretty sure of himself. There's no way we're going to let that happen, Goldar. And I'm going to do my little targeting falcon attack. So your falcon attack is really interesting because it mirrors the falcon attack from your Zord. So you can choose any energy to use. Lightning, acid, fire, coal, or um, I guess I guess the best way is like it's like a willpower thing. Like it's uh, uh, not intimidation, but like distraction uh mention you can choose any of them well um i'm gonna go with lightning i think lightning is a good uh fun fact when you use this lightning attack your uh torso wings a couple of the feathers go up and become like ears so this like kind of comes from ears and then they go back down no you didn't let me use my uh I mean, you could, if I mean, one. Use that now. I I would like you to use that now because this is a big fight. So. Uh, Man, eleven. Stage is set for Cecily. It's not enough, but the stage is set indeed. Cecily, you have a lot of pressure, but I've um, also I've wielded a lot of swords, so. Cecily. Oh. You have a choice to make. Oh. Do you remember what you said earlier in Latin that you kind of solved for these buddies? The, the thunder and lightning. 
Your sword is thunder and lightning. You can choose to strike gold on, or you can choose to save everyone affected as a putty, because the whole roof is open. You could strike gold on, or you could save everyone that was poisoned by shutters. Oh gosh, well, you guys, you know I love to stab things, but I gotta save everybody. No, yeah, that's have... that's the right move. That's the only choice to make. We're behind that you. That is a very stabbable face as well. I mean, I really want to stab right him, but uh, what are you gonna do? Okay, let's give this a shot. Leslie Adwell, I want you to raise the thunder sword, and then I want you to think of the most profound battle cry, the thing that deep inside of you has meant the most to say, and I want you to stab at the sky mightily and create a healing wave. Alright, um, I'm just going to take a deep breath. I'm going to give it a shot as I shout huzzah. There is. I wasn't going to make you roll for this. You were going to... Oh. oh. Well, I got, I got a 19. Yeah, the roll's good. The roll is good, but what's more important was the choice that you made to not just give in to a fight instinct, but to choose to save the world. Because the Thundersword knows exactly what you need, and uh, Quentin, I'm not going to make you roll alertness, but uh, you've got pretty good vision in your cat, and your yeah. sensor tells you there's an ally nearby. Keep that in the back of your mind. Uh, Cecily, as you raise that sword in the sky, the whole area lights up brilliantly. And Goldar screams in pain. And for a second, even you guys in the sword can't see, even with your visors on. And when the lightning goes away, Goldar is growling and disappears. But more importantly, all of the people below that were even half putty are fully human again. And like waking up out of a stupor. Uh, Clinton, the yellow cap in your yard is down. Amongst putties? Uh, they're not putties anymore. And the sky, uh, the thunder sword kind of disappears. The glove doesn't disappear, Cecily, but the thunder sword um, goes away because it's not needed, like all things. Mm-hmm. You don't need them anymore. Uh, Clinton, are you going to go and meet the cat that has been living in your yard for most of this Season. Is it safe to leave the Zord right now with uh, Goldar? Goldar, uh, Goldar yeah. does that thing that Goldar does where he wants to mock you, but he's actually in pain. You did some damage awesome. that you could not have done otherwise. Then yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. All right, I, I, sorry guys, I'll be right back. <laughs> uh, yeah, so check. Ejecting from a Megazord is weird because like you basically leap out of the mouth of your cat, mm-hmm. like you like do like a weird skydiving thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you come down in front, and anyone that wants to like watch this happen from the Zord can. Uh, so Diego, who your parents have named Sigmund, uh, Diego comes up to you and goes meow, and they have something in their mouth that they drop at your feet, and it's a little gem, like a diamond, uh, and it shimmers like a prism in your hand. Thank you, Diego, and I'll kind of reach down and pick up the little prism, give Diego a little pet, he lets me. Uh, Diego lets you pet them, and then Diego teleports 
away. I just have this prism. No. You have a prism. Uh, is Perfect anyone reaction. curious about what just happened? Uh, yeah, no, was he driving? Did <laughs> he just freaking left? Well, he was driving, but <laughs> like your paw. Like, you're not yeah. moving, correct. I mean, I mean, you're right, yeah. but but it's cool. It's on autopilot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there is an autopilot function. If you choose yeah. the whole point function, you can do that. Right, right, right. But that was that was a thing. Uh, everyone hears in their headset, uh, Rangers, please return to the command center. This is Zordon's voice. Um, you don't know how it works, but Zordon, in so much as he can trust Zordon, has been relatively trustworthy. Um, would you like Can to teleport? We take care of Golden Ugly first. Well, Golden Ugly is no longer on the scene. They they uh, they disappeared. In like they fled. Oh. They did the thing that Goldar does, where he drives back tough, but then he flees. So, like, it's not something you can face now. There's nothing there to face. You are the biggest thing for a few miles. Cool. Yeah, let's uh, let's go back to the command center and figure out what this. Yeah. Is. So you are teleported all back to the command center. Brick, are you going with them? Are you trying to stay in the Megazord and see what all the buttons do? <laughs> no, I'll go with everybody else. <laughs> it's tempting, though. There's so many things, and it's going to be so cool. Um, you get back to the command center, and Zordon greets you. I didn't prepare a speech, and I thought about it, but I couldn't think of what Zordon would say that would mean enough in his mental situation. He does tell you um, a whole piece of information. Uh, the gem that you were given is called the Song of Rain. And it is a rare gem. It doesn't have a grid relic power, but it is a token of a journey. And it is something deep and meaningful. And it means that you, Quentin Turner, someone has been watching what you do. Uh, it sounds menacing when Zordon says it, but everything he says sounds both menacing and oh, perfect. Yeah. So filter that however you want. Zordon congratulates you on something incredible. Uh, Zordon congratulates you for the teamwork and the friendship, but there is a warning. Goldar turning towering size is something new. Something this Zordon hasn't seen. Other Zordons have, other Zordons will. But your Zordon, personally, has never really seen this happen. Other he warns you. He warns you that something new may come from this, and to be vigilant. But for now, with the power you have, anything is possible, as long as you believe, as long as you work together. Because you are bound forever. Power ring. And that is where we are going to end the finale of season one. If you victoriously having saved your friends, classmates, everyone but Falcon Skull, essentially, uh, from becoming... <laughs> well, they deserve saving, too. Yeah. They would have been worth funny. it. Yeah. I would like to say again, I want to thank you very much for entrusting me as UGF. And I had such a blast. Uh, these 13 episodes, this will be episode 13, have been a great deal to me. And I'm hoping all of you can continue in season two. But no matter what happens, the journey has been incredible. And I hope you've learned something. And I hope you've had fun along the way. And I want to thank everyone for listening in. Um, I want to give you all an opportunity to sign off and say anything to your new fans, your new friends, uh, anything you want to say. 
I'll kind of start the way that we do it in the commercial that came out. Uh, Jay, uh, you're up first if you can think of anything that you want to say without crying, because I know <laughs> that that I'm not crying right now, but I'm getting very close. So is there anything that you can say coherently as we end this session? Um, yeah, I first I want to thank you for putting this together and for jamming it for us. Um, it's been a lot of fun um, living out my Power Ranger, my childhood pan, uh, Power Ranger fantasies. And to the group that we have together, um, I didn't really know anybody before this. And it's been a lot of fun going on this journey with all of you. Um, and I'm really glad that um, that I know you guys now because you guys are awesome and it's just it's been a lot of fun so thank you all uh, Cecily also hoping that you're not crying right now as I'm also trying not to cry uh, is there anything mm. you'd like to say I would like to say I've had so much fun um, doing this Blue Rangers are always my favorite so being able to be the Blue Ranger means a ton to me uh, and I would like to say, may the power protect you. Wonderful. Uh, Quentin, you went from uh, falling on your back in the command center to commanding the Megazord. And uh, you made some wonderful, mysterious friends and zombies along the way. Yeah. Uh, how was the journey for you? Uh, this has definitely been a pretty fun arc to kind of take a character through and to uh, see everybody else's characters go through. So I definitely want to thank you for putting on this story and leading us through it and for everybody else for, you know, bringing your own interesting characters into the mix. I think we all work pretty well together. So it's been a blast. Uh, Rick, the baseball jock with the heart of gold the power of the pink falcon, the winged lord of the skies. One last time. Uh, do you mind if I go last, actually? Sure, <laughs> you can totally do that. Um, Eddie, you had a... It was a really... I hope you felt it was a good episode for you and a, and a great season. Uh, I hope you had a really good time. Oh, heck, you let me rewrite your little jingle twice. So. You're very welcome. <laughs> Um, no, I, I've been at legitimate awe with everyone involved in this whole project since the start of it, and honestly felt a little out of place as far as kind of uh, um, being a part of it in the, the onset. Um, yeah, even with like the, the general portrayal of the character and kind of being the oddball, but I do greatly appreciate the way all, everyone kind of embraced Eddie as an individual for um, even for the nuances and Adapt, adapting the uh, the weird little pet names and all these other things. So that was that's been that's been really nice to see. And, um, specifically, Panabon uh, says again. I'll probably say it a few other more million times, but with this being your first time GMing, there's no way in hell I'd ever be able to know that if it wasn't the fact that you said so. You know, I've been GMing for years, and I don't think I'm horrible at it, but I definitely know that there's a lot I can learn. And I'm definitely stealing some things from your little playbook here that you've uh, you've done along this as I really something in the message. And then, uh, because I'm not going to cry, this is totally going to work without tears from me. Um, I'd love to give you the last word, uh, Rick Sheridan, uh, if you if you know what your last words. Are. I do. I do know what they are. 
Um, first of all, I just wanted to say uh, this has been so much fun. I, um, I've said this before, but I've never played a tabletop role-playing game before this, and this has been um, just, it's been so, uh, you guys have been so accepting and patient and awesome with me, and so I just want to thank you. Um, Power Rangers means the world to me. I don't know if, like, I don't know how big of fans you guys are, but it's um, it's definitely, like, my thing. Um, Cecily will tell you that, that, like, uh, it's, Power Rangers means, like, the world to me. So being able to, like, do this and, like, um, experience this with you guys has been um, a complete treasure and a dream come true for sure. That being said, I do want to, kind of touch on something else, especially for the audience here today. This has been um, a really super fun and really great, um, really great experience. And uh, I hope you guys have had just as a great time listening to it as we've had playing it. There's one thing I do want to kind of, I don't want to end this on too much of a somber note, but I do over the weekend, we had some news that um, one of my childhood heroes um, sadly passed away. Um, uh, Jason David Frank, who played Tommy Oliver, the Green Ranger, and the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, sadly passed away over the weekend that we were recording this. And it has left, I'm sure, a tremendous hole in my heart, as well as the hearts of Ranger fans around the world. And I just wanted to say to anyone who is listening to this that has ever felt feelings of loss or loneliness or just felt like the world wasn't enough for them. This world is enough for you. And if you ever need anybody to talk to, please reach out to somebody you love. Use the 988 uh, phone number to call and speak to a professional if you have thoughts and feelings that are too dark for you to, um, to think that going on is not an option. But I promise you it is. And I hope the power protects everybody in this world especially all the people that I've met through this uh, incredible experience. And uh, I love you guys so much. Thank you for being a part of it. Great. That's a really, uh, it is bittersweet, but it is a way, a lovely way to leave off. Um, for me, this game has been really important because it's not necessarily about the fighting. I know we see that a lot in Ranger Gun. A lot of people think that from the outside. But for me, Power Rangers is about the idea of cooperation, about the idea of maturity, about the idea of doing things in a group, and about the idea of not being as alone as we can. And so, as a final note, I just want to thank everyone who's listening, everyone who played, everyone who will play, and all the things to come, because the story is just beginning. Nowhere near the end. And no matter what happens, these five teens with attitude, Quentin Turner, Eddie Thack, Jane Russell, Rick Kerrigan, and Cecily Adwell will always and forever be the Power Rangers. Good night, and as several times said before, may the power protect. You've been listening to another fine tale in the Alternia archives. Feel free to leave us a review on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to our archive. 
So until next time, take care of yourself, okay? Goodbye.